Well, of course you would. But how would you feel? I would feel nothing because it's like <laughs> it's like if you came <laughs> if you came up to me and say, "Hey, y'all, I found the most precious roach." in the garden it's so beautiful <laughs> look at this roach it's like i love when it crawls all over my body i would just be like i would kill that thing on sight <laughs> like i don't stomp care. it out just the same just just the same no grace <laughs> no grace like this is just a roach so anyway um so let, let's talk let's get into some of the elements hey 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 everybody it's your boy Braston, and welcome to the super agile bros podcast you already know what it is it's about to be a great episode i'm already hyped about this episode because i have so much to say so i'm not gonna even wax poetically today i'm gonna get into the introductions of the boys the boys themselves the brothers themselves first we have the illustrious kyle what's happening kyle how are you doing my brother illustrious i'm doing well Bill Cosby's coming after you, though, because of that <laughs> intro. Like, <laughs> cease and desist. Like, oh, inbox. true, true. I might need to change it to, hey, 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 so you can't see me. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. And, of course, we have the magnanimous Steve. What's happening, Steve? What's good with you, my wow. brother? The last one who called me a magnanimous got a bowl of ice cream as a reward. Oh, so uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me your home address and I'll uh, and your favorite flavor. Okay, matter of fact, all of our fans of the show on our YouTube, please go ahead and put in your home address and we will send you ice cream. Don't put that in the chat in the comments, please. We will send you pudding pops. We'll send you something. Please, it'll just be some milk. (laughs) Just Just cream. The ice is left the building. Man, just melted through. Ah, we'll seal it up good. So at least the milk will stay in so there. bad. <laughs> so, okay. So I want we're going to start off this episode. Today, we're talking about Star... Hold on. Hold on. Yes, I got it right. Yeah, try I got again. it right. We were talking about this before the podcast. <laughs> the, the, the name of this, this game. Star TV Wars presents. TM... No. Je, no, wait. Star Wars TM Jedi Fallen Order. So Star Wars... <laughs> I think there's a colon in there. Star Wars Jedi colon... Star Wars TM Jedi colon Fallen Order. I right. yes. So we're gonna be talking about this. As some of y'all know, um, a few weeks, months, I guess at this point, months, month and a half, month, two months ago, we talked about what we were gonna be covering on this show. We did a special bonanza where we talked about um, yeah stuff that we wanted to cover. Is that and, what a bonanza is? Uh, is a boondoggle. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Thingamajig. Of, <laughs> of things that we wanted to to cover on the, the the podcast and star wars jedi fallen order was one of those so at the time of this recording all of the brothers have completed the game and we are going to share our opinions but before we do that i want to share a story with the guys because i was late to today's recording by a few minutes and there's a very particular reason and i want to make sure the world knows this and hopefully it'll get to the right person so check this out hmm. We, me and my wife, we moved into this uh, townhouse when we first moved to the state that we live in. And uh, it's a relatively new one. And they put in these cool, fancy faucets, like in the kitchen, right? It's like one of those, like, it's kind of tall. In the kitchen. And it, like, has a swoop. I don't want to call it a swoop. What would you call that? An arc. It kind of arcs. And then you can pull the, the nozzle out from the neck. So... It's like it's oh, kind of hose. Cool. Yeah, it's like a hose. So it's like a it's like a giraffe bending down to drink out yes. of the sink. Yes, and then you could pull mm. the neck out so it can stretch. So it's like 
It's pretty just like a real giraffe. Like a real giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty cool, like as far as like design and uh ergonomically. But one of the annoying things about it is that it's also a uh sensor thing. So you can put your hand in front of it and it'll automatically start. Um like right at the base of it or on the very top of the giraffe neck like where it starts to kind of arc over and turn and it's very very annoying and very trash also there's like an like a little flashing light on the front like a little black motion sensor uh Mm -hmm. so you have to assume that there's some kind of battery power to it it only it only senses black motion it actually does not sense black motion i have to put a white sheet of construction paper in order <laughs> my uh, if it senses black motion it just makes use a loud screeching noise gloves. <laughs> if it senses black motion it just sends the cops to my house so <laughs> you don't need any water get on get on the ground get in the sink get in the sink so um so anyway it, it clearly has some type of power to it right because it has like a sensor my assumption has been that it's just plugged into the under the sink like circuit board or whatever or not uh outlet uh that's down do there you, hmm? do you have an under the sink outlet yeah so well, another great Bro. thing about the design is of the housing here and and i'm saying this very sarcastically is that they no. they have a switch to turn on your dishwasher so you might accidentally turn it off and it's just really annoying uh, but it's also next to the switch that is for your um garbage disposal so uh-huh. that's a thing that happens a lot so, so the switches aren't labeled wait sorry so when you said a switch i thought you meant like there's a little button under the sink somewhere that you have to use to turn off the dishwasher but it's literally like a light switch it's literally like a light switch at human level it's no it's below the sink so you can't see it like you have to kind of look under and then you but can see are you meant to like go down and like look in there and push it or are you meant to do it by by feel like with without looking I think in theory without looking, but because it's two switches, you oh, kind of have to look every time. Um, and they are labeled, but the thing is they're not like <laughs> eye level. So you'd have to like just crouch and look or like bend over to see. That's like, awful. You know, and you don't do it very often, right? Like you don't use your you garbage. You need some disposal. sort of I would. tactile. I run, my gar- I run my garbage disposal all the time. You need some sort of tactile identifier. So you put your hand in there. You <laughs> one need to has, learn to read Braille. One has a yeah. knife uh, attached to it and tell me that this is for cutting <laughs> and chopping stuff up. <laughs> the other one is just constantly wet. So you know it's the dishwasher. I like it. One Either hand, way, your hand's going to come up wet. <laughs> wet. Right. One switch has like a, a loud musical sting, like when someone in a horror movie sticks their hand into the dish, the, the garbage disposal. <laughs> And oh one yeah. And one one switch just makes a lot of ruckus and uh, I have a, a another story sounds. about us dropping something in the disposal and like me being like I'm not putting my hand in here. I've seen too many movies. I don't care if I've disconnected the thing at the bottom like I it unplugged matter. it. I just I had to use some tongs <laughs> cuz I was like I'm not putting my hand in there. Anyway, anyway. So, long story short is I assumed that it was just connected to that whole system, right? Wrong. It's actually Wrong. battery powered. Now, we've Fun. lived here for a year, right? A little over a year. And in the last, like, month, the light on the little sensor has been, like, randomly blinking. Just randomly, right? We're just like, okay, cool. It looks like you're messing up. But I've been like, maybe it's telling me something. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, it was and a cry then, for help. 
and then randomly the the faucet when you're using it it'll just shut off like it'll just shut off with when the when you have the faucet actually open and running it'll just turn off Mm, i love it right and you're like i love this design you're like what and then like maybe after you (laughs) like close it and sit there for a second the light will blink a few times and then it'll go back to normal so more recently it's been doing more aggressive blinks (laughs) like blink 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 so i've been like okay something is wrong with this and i need to deal with it but before i could deal with it shailene was trying to do some stuff my wife and it just shut off like hardcore shut Mm. off like nothing was coming out and I'm like, this is a water. faucet. I don't <laughs> like it's a mechanical like object. I should turn the faucet on with the lever and water should come out. There should be yeah. no electrical thing associated to it. <laughs> anyway, long story short is had to find the manual, had to Google a YouTube video to figure out where the batteries were hiding. They're actually not in the actual faucet. They're actually under the sink attached to the bottom in this little like console that you have to like open. And then, like, put the batteries in. So, uh... I guess that's not bad. It's not, not bad, bad but, like, if you have never used an electric faucet, you wouldn't think... You'd just be like, where... Like, I looked under the sink, but I wasn't clear to me that this was the thing that was associated to the faucet, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It just looked like a random thing. So, anyway, uh, right before the podcast, I was just trying to wash some dishes before we started recording, just to kind of help out. And, you know, give, just reduce the burden of... Shiling was doing some baking, so there's a whole bunch of dishes. And um, long story short is it died again after I changed the batteries yesterday. So, oh, no. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, I, it was really annoying. And so, so it was I had, a bigger problem. Yeah, so I had to go through, and I was like, maybe some of these new batteries that were in this pack were actually dead. So I think that was the fact. I had to, like, go through and test until I found, because I don't have enough batteries. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, I think the alternator in your sink might be bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try running the gas a little longer. What if somebody said my drum valve on my my drum my rear drum valve on my car was leaking. I said, "Sir, that makes zero <laughs> sense." First of all, <laughs> like like he he just this was he was just trying to sell me something and he was like, "It'll only be $13 to re- re- fix." I was like, "Okay, this is clearly a scam." If this was actually a problem, it'd be like a hundred. He needs thirteen dollars for something <laughs> to get on the bus. Can I get yeah. thirty? Thirteen dollars at a at a car dealership? That's like a ring pop. You know? Yeah, it was, like, what are it you was gonna get a, with that? I'm calling out. It was Pep Boys. I've never gone to Pep oh. Boys again. Mm. It was done. Got him. So I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to say long story short three times <laughs> in a five minute story. Dude, the story could be longer because I have more details about this thing. It was you should have just made it short. Just, minute and a half. It's like long story. This is the shorter version of a much, much longer story. <laughs> like, right, I got more to well. say. More to say. So anyway. How long? Speak- you know, did you know that I lied? Uh, giraffes, that's not like a giraffe. Giraffes don't, their, their necks don't like go up and then arch down. They just <laughs> no. bend down like dweebs. Yeah, oh, they put their, their whole legs, legs out with their legs. Yeah, just to make yeah, them. Yeah, they have their vulnerable. whole leg, just their whole neck laid down. Push them over, <laughs> like idiots. Yeah, <laughs> a lion. I think they have even they have even better balance probably when they're when they're bent down because their legs mm-hmm. are farther apart. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen giraffe fighting? Where they just yeah, it's yeah. their neck at each other. It's like a sword fight. <laughs> it's like 
whip but in the their sword neck. is also like an important organ. <laughs> just whipping their right. neck at each other, like it's like, oh no, one of their swords broke. <laughs> just, just imagine the UFC where it's just like you're just slanging your neck at each other, like. Man, There's after gonna some be of the guy. videos you sent me, I can totally imagine. <laughs> it. Oh my god! Shout out to whatever his name is, something Adonis, whatever his stupid channel, Russian or, UFC. Coverage. Oh, it's such. This all should be illegal. Everything he's covering should be illegal. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, Kingpin is involved, so obviously <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> he really is Kingpin, though. Like, the refrigerator himself. Makes Russian refrigerator noise. Oh, uh, yo. How they do those ring girls. So disrespectful. <laughs> so, <laughs> the sad trombone. <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. so... so um, all right. If... I can't remember the names, dude's name, but it's something Adonis. He talks about MMA Link fights in the in description. Russia. It's very terrible. <laughs> Link in the description. I don't know. But, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> speaking of terrible things, let's talk about Star Wars Fallen Order. Jedi Whoa, Fallen Order. I take. <laughs> but no, really. Um, so I just let's get out the gate. What are y'all's overall review or, or rating review? It could have a number, no number, you know, for Steve. Um, for his nice. conscious, for him to sleep well at night, he don't. You don't need a number. No what, number. What would you rate Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? And we'll start with Steve himself. You know, the Steve himself. I suppose that's fair. Um, I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, it definitely had its good moments and its bad moments. I have a list of notes. Um, it was not as good. As I had been led to believe by all the hype around it. There's like, it's weird because it feels like a game I didn't hear much about. But what Mm -hmm. I did hear was pretty positive. And so from what I heard, I was like, oh, it must be like a sleeper hit kind of game. And I can kind of see where that's coming from. But I can also kind of see why I didn't hear much about it. Because there was, it was better than I would have expected based on that. But it was worse than... Sorry, it was worse than I expected based on that, but it was better than I would have expected if I had just gone in blind. Does that make sense? I think so. It was like a very medium game to me. So it it was better than your expectations, more or less. It was better than my my you know, my deep, intimate expectations, but it was worse than the hype that I heard about it. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Ms. Yeah, I'd agree. Mr. Cow. Um I I definitely know of a lot of people who enjoy this game and yeah all the reviews and stuff have been like you know it's a really positive game there's a sequel on the horizon apparently a live action oh, yeah. adaptation of some sort is in the works and there, there's been leaks as, as of like two days ago i don't know Thanks, i don't know anything else about it but uh so yeah really positive buzz around the game but in general i did not enjoy this game um I agree. It had, it had some high mo- high moments. I'm a big fan of like Star Wars lore and the universe, so I appreciate that this story was completely, you know, it wasn't following a story I already knew. And, you know, telling a new story in the Star Wars universe, I think, is really cool. Um, you know, everything felt authentic. Like it didn't feel like some sort of cheap knockoff Star Wars Star Wars game or experience. But a lot of the the gameplay itself. And even some of the story beats felt undercooked. And um, so I, I really just wanted the game to be better. Not so much even live up to the hype. But it's just like I've played really good games 
that didn't live up to their hype, but were still really solid games. I feel like it just fell short. It fallen short of what what it could have been. And so I was mostly just disappointed when certain things happened, but I can't say it. It, it was, yeah, it's not a game that I would have finished otherwise. But I'm I, I'm glad that we played through it and I experienced it. Okay, okay. Did you want to give a number to it? Mm, so I guess what out of ten, out of ten, I'd give it because it's playable, it's completable. And it's got accessibility options for the things that are jank about it. So I give it a six. Okay. A solid six. All right. Um, personally, I think... Okay. Jedi Fallen Order. Um, honestly, this is one of the worst games I've played in a really long time. Whoa. I honestly hated almost everything about this game. <laughs> like... <laughs> I think if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have, like, if I had the CD for this, like, the actual game CD, I would have thrown it out my window, like, oh, within wow. the first 45 minutes. I hated this game. Like, Would, j- would you throw genuinely. it at the guy with the truck outside your parking lot? No, at he's the cool neighbor. people. Yeah. I, I like him. He's super cool. He just got a loud truck. You'd ask him to run it over I, with his truck. Yes, that's what I would do. I'd request <laughs> that he run it over because his truck is, is hefty. No, really, Good guys. Set. like. I'm not even kidding when I say I hate this game. Like, it's not even like, <laughs> like, like I've been boiling for a very long time. Like, is it is it worse? Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, it's worse. Ask. Go ahead. You can ask. Is it question. worse than? Is it worse than Sea of yes. Thieves? Is it, yes. <laughs> what? It, I don't think it mattered what you were gonna put in that. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. It's worse than that. It's worse than that. Is it worse than Borderlands? Thing? Yes. No. Whoa. Yes. Yes, I, I I will play Borderlands three before I play this trash game. I'm so serious, y'all. Like, and once again, this might be an opinion that other people don't feel, but I'm just speaking from my heart, like on some real stuff. Like, I hate this game. The the story was weak. The gameplay was weak. I the only okay. I I have some positives to say. The game looked good. Outside of the random glitches in the game that took me out of the experience because it's trash, the game looked Many great. Of those. Um. I think the music was okay. I thought it fit the Star Wars feel. You know, it clearly wasn't. Maybe it was John Williams, but it felt more like John Williams got paid like twenty dollars. He's like, all right, I'll pick, I'll put something together real quick for y'all. You know, I'm good. Nah, it, it definitely <laughs> it was William like Johnson. Just hired a John <laughs> William Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> William Johnson. Hey, I got y'all, brother. Hey, what you need? Hey, what you need? I'm good. I love that Star Trek. You know, I got you, bro. <laughs> Um, like honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, I just hate this game. I mean, I I, I can go into the detail, but uh, other than the graphics, other than the music being decent, um, other than like it being Star Wars, I will, I give this a solid two out of ten. Ooh, maybe maybe two two point five two point five out of ten. Generous. Um, and oh, I'd give it the point five because of the ending. Because of a particular situation. But but speaking of that, if you're listening to this podcast right now, if you are listening to the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order deep dive or whatever we're going to call this, know that we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about everything. Spoilers. This is spoiler, spoiler territory. So at this point, if you don't want this game to be spoiled, if you don't think my opinion is valid, that's fair. The other two fellas here have better things to say about it. All I will say is stop now 
and play the game. Stop playing the game now. (laughs) Stop playing the game now. Stop listening now. Jump back in after you've played the game. Uh, So, anywho. So, yeah. So, I I personally, I don't have a positive outlook on the game, but I'm I'm actually kind of cool to hear, like, there's kind of a positive side from Steve. Even though it's not the best game you've ever played, you kind of kind of vibe with it a little bit it sounds like yeah sure um what, what would you have done if i came out here like man this game's better than hades like this i would say this is the worst game i've played in a long time i'll tell you the same exact thing this is <laughs> well of course you would but how would you feel i would feel nothing because it's like <laughs> it's like if you came <laughs> if you came up to me and say hey y'all i found the most precious roach in the garden it's so beautiful <laughs> look at this roach it's like i love when it crawls all over my body i would just be like i'll kill that thing on sight <laughs> like i don't stomp it out just the same just just the same no grace <laughs> no grace like this is just a roach to me so anyway um right. so let, let's talk let's get into some of the elements you know i love to there's varied opinions here so first let's talk about the the gameplay like uh what was your feeling on the gameplay what are the things you liked what are the things you disliked um yeah, like what do you, what does y'all take? You know, I, I'll let either of y'all go. Um, I you want to go first? It's rare that you go first, Brad. Me? Okay, like rare that I go yeah. first. Um, yeah, we want to leave a, a positive impression. <laughs> yeah, y'all can take y'all. I mean, I'm gonna set the bar low. So, so check this out. This is how I feel about this. There was game. no good. <laughs> I, I feel like this was somewhat of a unreal engine or unity asset flip for the character controller i really Mm. hated the way that he controlled like that's probably what killed the game for me like it never felt i never felt good running around with what's his name cal um yeah i felt like there was potential like i could see it right i could see what they were going for like but they never it never felt like they spent the time to really get it to feel tight it felt too mm. loose to me, gameplay-wise. So a lot of battles where I felt like I knew exactly what I needed to do or exactly how to approach an enemy, it felt like I was like fighting Cal to not do a weird pirouette or something <laughs> or like randomly tilt and turn a direction. Like I just didn't like the, the, the controls. So overall, the gameplay to me, because that to me is fundamental, I kind of struggled with it for throughout the game, you know? It was, Wait, before you yeah, yeah. before you continue, so you struggled with it. Hold that thought. We should probably all start. We should also probably add what level of difficulty we played at because that probably, you know, for someone listening, that might that might change either how they feel about it or how like what difficulty they pick if they were to play it. Okay, no, no, that's, um, that's a good point. Good point. So the uh, and I'll talk more about the difficulty later, but basically there is the easy version. I think it's called like Padawan or something. And then the normal version is Jedi, Jedi Knight. Knight. And then the hard version, I don't remember what it is. I think it's Master. Something along the lines of Master. I think it's oh, Master. it's probably Master. Duh. What am I thinking? And then there was, I think, a harder version. Yeah. Was uh, there, or was it just Master? It was... I uh, maybe I can look it up. But yeah. There was like... T- okay. But we. Yeah. I played at night. I played at the normal difficulty. Um, and uh, what did you play at, Kyle? I also played at night, okay. but there was one specific encounter where I did lower it. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll talk about that later. Yeah, I played. What about you, Brad? I started at night. Um, I played maybe like fifteen. I don't know. I got to a certain point where I ran into an enemy, and I said, "You know what? 
like I, I literally was like, in order for me not to just like not Quit. complete this game, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do the thing that I've never done almost in any game ever. And I moved it down to the easiest difficulty so I could okay. get through it. So I played a good portion of the game, maybe thirty-five to forty percent of it at normal. And then I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just so anyone listening to Brad complain about the controller, just be aware that it's not because he was playing on the hardest difficulty or that, you know, whatever was ramped up or anything. It was literally just the movement. Yeah. The normal game. Yeah. Thank you for making the point that even on easy, it feels terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I just think like just from a gameplay perspective, um, I think that traversal was a little wonky to me. It didn't always feel great. I didn't like how he he moved when he jumped i didn't like his running wasn't terrible encounters just always felt like a little off to me i never felt like i got the vibe even on easy like it just felt like at that point it just was like i'm just gonna mash the button because clearly i even though like i want to just style on them like it just seemed like it i actually got more damage when i actually tried (laughs) Mm. so um i just wailed and they just died um yeah i just personally just didn't enjoy the gameplay uh i can talk about it in more detail when we talk more about you know certain moments in the game but uh yeah i just didn't personally i personally i feel like that i i i think the game i mean the story i didn't like either but like i really was disappointed by the gameplay just to be the story is like ah, cool. i'll take that i'll take that l but the, the gameplay just killed my spirit yeah, uh, I agree I, I, with the, the looseness. Go for ahead, sure. Kyle. You can go ahead, Steve. Very well. I will go ahead. Um, so let me just hit the same beats that Brad did. I did not terribly mind the movement. There were definitely some issues I had, but it was like specific issues with just movement in general. So again, similar to God of War, uh, he, he climbs. There's a lot of climbing in this game. It's more of like a parkour. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's traversal. And there's a lot of climbing on walls. And um, for some reason, they made the decision that when you... I guess, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was some like really awful gameplay situation that would happen if they didn't do this. But it felt like a dumb decision. If you approach a wall that you can climb, or like if you jump onto it or something... Uh, you have to push a button mm-hmm. within some number, amount of time of grabbing the wall or he'll just let go. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he'll grab the wall. He'll like that. stick to the wall and then he will let go if you don't push the climb button, um, which threw me off a lot. A I lot. thought I had mm-hmm. to hold it down the whole time. You just have to push it. Um, anyway, and it also bothered me that you get a uh, the ability to climb really quickly, like pretty much scamper up and down the walls and stuff. But you get it really close to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was like, what use was this? Um, after I've been climbing all over the place. So, uh, yeah, there was a few things. I know one time I was trying to climb like a. Okay. All right. Let me let me start. Let me well, start well can, can I say something real quick? Because I, I, I don't yeah, I want to. I love that you mentioned the climbing because I forgot about that. Yeah, I think that to me was that that was a very odd game design decision. Like, I kind of get it. Like, they're trying to give you a little bit more, like, uh, agency, right? Like, you're grabbing it, you know? Like, you're in control. 
But right. for Cal being this character who essentially, when you are introduced to him at the beginning of the game, he's basically like, I don't know, George of the Jungle <laughs> in Star Wars world. He's a very proficient, like, traversal artist. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> yeah. very good at it. And they make that really clear in the beginning. It kind of just felt like, okay, like, I get it now. Like, and I'm, like, I'm 80% into the game. It's not fun anymore for me to have to remember to click this button. Uh, and it didn't add anything. It just kind of felt. I, I wish there was just an ability to turn on like auto grab or something. You know, there yeah. is. There is what you can turn off along with other accessibility stuff that I was going to mention after. You can turn that off. So what? he had, there. There is an auto grab that you have to turn on. Actually, did you did you use it? Oh, from the beginning. Oh, dude, from the very beginning. Did it did it ever hamper you in any way that you were auto grabbing? No. It was great. It felt like any other game with parkour. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Like, when why, I turned why? it on, I, th- I immediately thought, "Why isn't this the default?" Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I would assume that they would tell you, like, "Oh, like turn on, like you know, just like a little hint, like turn on auto grab oh or something." I never, I never look in accessibility because I'm a, I don't have any particular need for it. Mm-hmm. But man, I really, I guess I got to start Same. pouring through every little setting now. I'll tell you the game that pushed me over the edge when it came to accessibility options was actually the most recent Spider-Man. And it was because, really? because there are tons of quick time yeah. events where you have to tap, mm-hmm. tap, 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 tap. And this game has those too. And so the first mm-hmm. time I did one of those encounters is when I actually went to the accessibility settings. Oh. And, and to turn, I went to turn that off and saw that there was also an auto grab. Really? I didn't know that, yeah. that, that was something that was added to modern games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I turn that off in every game I play. I, I don't find that mechanic to be fun in any capacity, ever. I could see that. Fair enough. I don't mind it. It's it's just whatever they do for me. I guess I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. So, all right, anyway. Uh, I know there was one point. Oh, all right, so this is one thing. This is one thing. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of traversal. There's a lot of running and jumping and climbing and stuff. One thing I absolutely hate is that... He a lot of his transition. He has a lot of transition animations, and a lot of them are really slow. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I feel like I'm being so. You know, if there's a uh, a chest high ledge or maybe a head high ledge that he can jump, uh, sometimes if you if you time it perfectly, he can just jump up on the ledge. Yeah, because mm-hmm. your jump is somewhat high. It's not great, but if you don't time it perfectly, he'll still mantle up on the ledge. Um, like he'll grab the edge and he'll climb up, but it's so slow, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being like punished you know for not getting the perfect jump and it's not right. satisfying to get the perfect jump it's just dissatisfying to not get the perfect jump <laughs> yeah. and a lot of the the gaps and, and ledges i have to jump on you really have to get like a perfect jump to avoid having to mantle so once you get a double jump i found myself double jumping pretty much everywhere, everywhere. yeah yeah because i'm like i just want to i just want to move you know um so that really bothered me but i was trying to mantle up onto a ledge to follow a flying enemy that I was locked onto and um, I couldn't because when you're locked onto the enemy, you have a special jump. You don't just do your normal jump. Hmm. You do like a, a flip, like a legend of Zelda style, yeah. like lock on jump. Yeah. You flip uh, or something. You yeah. couldn't flip up onto the ledge. <laughs> so uh, I had to unlock from the enemy snap. jump and then mantle and then lock on the enemy again. And by then the enemy had flown back down to the lower portion. I was like, I hate this. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and on the same note, if you're not locked onto an enemy, God bless you if you try to dodge an attack by jumping because he just does his normal, like clumsy, slow, half height jump and it doesn't go anywhere. 
Um, like his airspeed is much higher if you if you play Smash Bros. or any fighting game. His airspeed is a lot higher when you're locked on and jumping than if you uh, are just normal jumping. Um, I rarely use the lock. At least it feels like it. So, uh, yeah, that was weird. Um, there was a lot of weird stuff like that. But I, I do want to say, I I feel like I had a vision. I see the vision, mm-hmm. right? I liked a lot of things. I like that you there's a movie you can get where if you're running at somebody or just running and you swing your lightsaber, he does like a dash attack. Um, you know, you, have, you do have to unlock that, but that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the inverse kinematics were like spot on. The fact that you can block either a, a physical attack or a range attack from any direction just by holding the button, even if you're not looking, and he'll just swing a sword behind him and like you know catch a, a, a laser beam. That's pretty cool. They did a good job there. Yeah, I mean it. And I will say that I think the gameplay, I think the gameplay loop they were going for was perfect. Running around these big environments, lots of verticality, you know, solving some light puzzles with force powers, um, fighting enemies, fighting monsters, deflecting lasers, mm-hmm. you know, blocking and attack. Like, I think it was all great. I I just feel like there were just lots of weird little hitches that made it not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the recipe um, was super tight. Yeah. So, like, with blocking laser beams, basically you would have enemies, either stormtroopers or, like, night brothers or maybe a few others, that would only shoot lasers from afar. They wouldn't ever approach you. And they didn't do anything. It just felt like I had to, like, get space from the melee enemies who were approaching me long enough to reflect some beams and the other guys would just die automatically because Mm -hmm. he automatically, well, if you time it right, he automatically reflects the beams back at them. And they die at one or two or three hits. And then I could just take on the melee enemies as if nothing was wrong. Um, sometimes the the ranged enemies would have like a unblockable move, unblockable like super laser. Yeah. Um, or sometimes uh, what would happen? Or sometimes the stormtroopers would have like a Gatling gun and you had to be careful because if you just blocked all the beams and you're blocking someone hitting you, then you would lose your, your block would run out. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, that added some depth. But it felt like for the most part, ranged enemies were just a joke. <laughs> I don't know how many times I heard a stormtrooper would be like, our ranged units are down. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you're next. Um, but yeah, there was there was some good, some really good juice in there. It just felt like they made a lot of weird problems, weird issues. With combat, I felt like he was really slow. Um, I hated that. I felt like so, I could so, get staggered really easily. So let, we'll come back around to combat because I want to talk. I want to take some time to like specifically talk cool, about cool, combat. Cool. So, Kyle, like, what's your general uh, vibe on the gameplay as a, as a whole? Yeah. So I think I think I'm more close uh, to what you were saying, Brad. I, I guess I, I disliked more of it than I liked, but I also agree with you, Steve, that the recipe was for what they what they went for. If they would have if the game had just spent a little bit more time in the oven, they tightened some things, maybe did some more testing. I don't know what it would have taken, but just to get things tight. Because, yeah, Cal was, it, he was unwieldy. It sounded, it felt like he was on skates mm-hmm. half the time. His jump was super weird. Like it, it, all of his physics, really. It's yeah. like, 
He was one with the force in the worst way. Because he was, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he would just get blown by the wind. It's, it felt like sometimes, yeah, and other sure, times, sure. so other times I couldn't get enough momentum, no matter what I tried to do. Mm-hmm. It just felt like I couldn't make certain jumps because it was like, as soon as I hit the jump button, I lost all my mo- momentum for some reason, and then had to try the jump again, or I would fall into a pit or yeah. wouldn't reach. Mostly when we were when I was doing the swinging puzzles, I would feel that way. Yeah. But anyway. So yeah, when the double jump came in, yeah, I was spamming it. No matter, like it could be a, a, a knee high ledge, I was double jumping because it, I didn't trust the game. <laughs> it, it never <laughs> elicited trust. And then like the sliding puzzles were were really awkward with the physics. Oh, and um, so yeah, on the high level, I felt combat and felt undercooked as well because at the beginning I understood like okay, his guy he's been working as a mechanic, so obviously he's not going to be a proficient lightsaber dueler from the beginning but it's like as you're going through the store you're unlocking skills there's nothing that makes you really feel like you're getting mm-hmm. faster if that makes sense until i mean when you get the double side lightsaber that one definitely does feel like they, those two feel differently but it's still like the dynamic of just holding the single lightsaber never felt great even in any combat situation even though it was more powerful you would unlock getting stronger and so in general, the combat or the the overall gameplay, like it, it just a lot of it just kind of fell short, mm-hmm. and it was it felt like it was tripping over itself. And to the to the lock on point you made earlier, Steve, I never used the lock on because really because the camera was it it did not like lock on. It would just do stuff, man. It would just yeah. Do stuff. It would just point around if if the if the enemy I was looking at like moved in some weird way or was weird enough to get an attack while I was trying to run out of his line of sight and I you know ran under a, a weird rock or something or ran too close to a wall, I'd lose all visual and I'd get hit mm-hmm. like every single time. So I was like, you know what? I'd rather just use his weird jank half jump <laughs> if I'm going <laughs> to jump. Get, just get away. Man, I, I couldn't survive without the lock on. Like I could never hit an enemy. They would get out of my – they would be out of my you know range – and it just felt like it was impossible to get to them quick enough to hit them. You know, I felt like I couldn't see. I mean, the lock on didn't help too much, I guess, in, in this case. But like, if I wanted to run away, mm-hmm. I would lose them. Yeah. Like the camera would turn around behind me and they would be out of my view. So so, yeah. so hold that thought for a second, because I just want to say one thing and then I want to. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the combat. Like um, uh, what you were talking about. Uh, I think you both kind of mentioned this, this idea of like. Uh, the animations felt slow and then also like certain things just didn't like the thing I disliked the most was the feeling you know when you had to do the wall runs you know yeah just I never felt like I ever got exactly how I needed to start it like Mm -hmm. it felt like I didn't have to jump to do it sometimes like it would just Mm -hmm. kind of like suck me onto it but sometimes if I didn't jump I would just you know oddly like just miss it or if i jumped at the wrong height or angle it's like it would like suck me on there and like kill my momentum or like it was just i really that's really interesting i never had any issues with the wall i actually liked the wall running i hated it so much it was i had a very specific issue with the wall running because for me it was just inconsistent Mm -hmm. for a similar reason like i would miss the jumps i guess and so there's a puzzle where you're walking through the side of the mountain and they have these big like chain train shaped objects that are jutting 
in and out, out of the like mountain. Pistons, and you have yeah. to slow them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. And so so you go like four deep, and on the fourth one, it's just enclosed. And I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And then I, after some time, I noticed that there's rivets on the wall, but they're not red. They were gray. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, maybe I need a wall run on those. Because you know, up until this point, the game had been really intentional. About, yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you run across the rivets, they're going to be this color. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. I jumped at it twice, died twice, and was like, okay, obviously that's not what I need to do. Because it never brought me into the wall run animation. And, you know, you only have like 10 feet mm-hmm. in, or in that little, it's because it's like in the corner. And because that thing is moving back and forth, you have to space it. And so, so I spent probably a solid 15 minutes running back and forth and then running around the level trying to see like, oh, I'm not supposed to pass this point yet. <laughs> only to come back around, try to run, wall run one more time. And it just randomly wall run me all the way up it on my first try the second time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Bro, you know it's it's interesting because one thing that I did like about the the game, it, like, kind of is what helped me help to communicate what I could and could not do in certain moments. Was like if you go to the map and it showed you like like those colors were a little bit too similar, so it kind of messed yeah. with my head. Like there was like an orange and a red, and it's like. Yeah. They were very similar. I can only yeah. imagine if you have color deficiency, how terrible that is. Oh, man. Um, but in principle, I like the way that they did it because it gave you an idea of the different places you could go once you mm-hmm. entered a certain area. Because at first I didn't recognize mm-hmm. that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I know I can go left. I can go right. I can go this way. Um, and in some scenarios, I would have the one that looked like a wall run. And kind of like you were mentioning, Kyle, it would indicate to me on the map i can wall run this way i'd go over there and that kind of indicator might go away i I wasn't really sure what would make it go away like the the orange thing on the map and you might you might have been well finish your story i'll I'll point out later yeah so i'd get to it and then for some reason it would do a similar thing that you're describing kyle like for some reason even though it was obviously a wall run it just wouldn't work i was like what is going on and then I'd be like, right, I'm just not dealing with this. <laughs> you know, I get frustrated and I come back yeah. and it would work the first time. No problem. And yeah. and I was like, I don't really know what I was doing differently, but maybe it was just my angle of approach was a little different or something. Um, so, yeah. But what were you saying, Steve? I was going to say I was going to ask you on the map when you said when you said, oh, this looks like a place like a wall run. What? I don't remember there being a symbol for walls. So- to run so on. essentially, it, it and this is kind of where they should have given a legend. But I figured this out after a point. If the little orange, if the little orange like thing looked a certain way, like if it was like a really tall, if it was like a vertical slit that was kind of didn't have much width, it was like climbable, meaning you could climb up. If it was like uh, a yeah. long, like more width wise, it was long. It represented a wall jump. A, a wall run um oh and then and 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 it and maybe that wasn't actually what they're trying to do but it just kind of worked out every time that's like oh that's a wall run and it would be a wall run oh that's a climb up um so so i don't know if that was like just bad design or it just happened to work out that way <laughs> i thought so yeah they were i think they were highlighting either specific things to interact with like a climbing wall that you climb up mm-hmm. which is probably why it was vertical mm-hmm. but i think if there wasn't 
a specific thing, but they just wanted you to go down a specific path, it would just be a rectangle that kind of like basically an invisible door, an invisible wall between, you know, what they've designated as the room you're in and the next area. Mm. I think that's what you might have been looking at. I don't remember there being something for walls, but maybe I I wasn't paying close enough attention. Maybe Yeah, I think maybe it was just the case that like the only time I looked at the map was when I was like, I'm not sure where to go anymore. And I guess that just corresponded with, oh, it's like a wall run that I was unfamiliar with. And it just happened to, like I said, I don't know if it's intentional. But it kind I wouldn't of be surprised if it was because it yeah, like been. later in the game, they highlight the the vines that mm-hmm. are hanging mm-hmm. from the. They'll highlight seat. like yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they highlighted those too. Yeah. I, I don't remember I think, them either, but I think they would highlight like the fans. If you had to like slow a fan down and go between the blades, it would it would show the fan on the map. Yeah, anything that kind of led you to another path would highlight. Right. So so that which is mm-hmm. interesting because. If for anyone who hasn't played this game, this is kind of a Metroid style or maybe a Dark Souls style world where like you have a bunch of areas that are very wide and winding. You can go find your own way through them. Mm-hmm. And so having a big and the map was 3D, just like uh, Metroid Prime and like Borderlands 3, which I think it was better than Borderlands' map. Um but yes, the map was helpful. It was like, hey, if you lost, just look at the map. Look for green areas or yellow areas or orange areas, and uh, you'll be good. So, so I want to mention something. I wrote this down. I wrote down so many notes. I should send it to y'all. I'm not going to be able to cover all of them because there's so many. But um, same. There was this. There's a moment where I said they will have these in-game quips that are supposed to help you on pathfinding, but they're mm-hmm. so nondescript and unclear. I have no idea what they're referencing. And so I, I don't know if you guys encountered this. It sounds like you did, Kyle, where you walk into some space and then he go, what's that? His robot, Beepo? Beepo? He, he called he, BB. <laughs> this man said Beepo. Beepo. <laughs> BD. BD. He'd be BD, like, oh, yeah, BD. It looks like we're supposed to go that way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. excuse me? <laughs> yeah, my camera was watching his face and I was like, I don't know what you, thought, and, what you were looking at. But. And you never get that again. I know they added yeah. like the hint system in, which came in later. It's when also it, terrible. Which was horrible. But it's only for puzzles. Yeah. It's not for. Yes, yeah, so I wasn't sure. I never used the hints. I should have used them. They were not. Like, they're terrible. They're not great. They just literally just say, oh, so we're supposed to do the thing over there, huh, BD? <laughs> like, literally. like you're Sometimes. Like, and you're like, what? <laughs> the ones I used them on, I was genuinely stuck, and the, the comments didn't help at all. Yeah. Yeah. One time it said. Oh, I think we're supposed to put those two together, BD. And I was like, "Excuse me, like, what are you talking about?" And and, <laughs> and it was like, had really to me, I don't maybe like it was just like push the thing this direction. And I was like, "What? Like, put the things?" Th-? It was just terrible. Um, but yeah, I felt like the quips sometimes actually confused me. Like, I might just be moving through a space, enter into a space. He'd say a quip, and then I go, "Wait, what?" Like. Was I supposed mm. to pay attention to that? Like, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how many times I just got plain just lost. Like, <laughs> I had no yeah. clue where I was supposed to go. What in the stupid map wasn't helping me. Like, it was just I'm just wandering around until something happens. Like, I just keep going past, and then nope. That particularly where I messed I had the most issue was on um, Bogano. What was the 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 not Bogano? Where's the home? Zepho. I think the Zepho. Zepho. Yeah. 
it, and then like you do the Zepho temple, you come out and then it opens up a lot of different areas. And that's where you encounter those elevators and that like mm-hmm. underground cavern, which mm-hmm. wasn't super important at the moment. No, but I think you just had to go through it to go somewhere else. Yeah. But, to get back to the ship, you're supposed to. Yeah, use it, but that's that not clear at yeah, all. Yeah, it's not clear what you're supposed to do. So I'm just like going down these paths and like doing stuff, and I'm like running around for like an hour, and I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, what am I doing? You know, I got stuck there for a solid hour afterwards too. Same. I won't even pretend. That's really interesting. I only that, so to be yeah, the Zepho homeworld is the only place that I actually like. Well, it was the first place that I had to like sit down and be like, all right, let me look at my map. Let me figure out where I am, figure out how to get there. Um, but, but other than that, I pretty much just always ran forward or just followed the direction. And it would occasionally look at my map to see like what the next, what what was available to me. I, oh, you know, the Zepho homeworld and the stinking uh, uh, Dothamir. Those were very labyrinthine mm-hmm. worlds. But mm-hmm. other than that, I feel like I never got lost or had anything to worry about. So after after I understood, because that's I, th- I think that was my trial with the map, <laughs> yeah Zaffo I think so homeworld. I think so yeah same same. <laughs> so after I understood how to get back based on figuring out the map, I had no more issues because I could read the map like the back of my hand after that. Because when too. I tell yeah, you that true. I was lost, bro, yeah, I, I was too. beyond like I was desperate to <laughs> like it please, was horrible please and, and I almost feel like looking on the internet to say like where to go wouldn't necessarily oh, be bro. super helpful because of just how they do things and mm-hmm. I didn't end up doing it yeah what are they gonna tell you like, <laughs> like go to the place with the with the stump <laughs> <laughs> yeah with two stumps and the weird looking rat dude who comes out the ground <laughs> like like thank you um if you yeah get shot you went too far <laughs> yeah I, I think I was lost as lost as you Kyle it had to be an hour and a half of wandering around Zepho until I like stumbled in the right way. Cause what ended up happening is I went there and then I found a space where I think I needed double jump. Like mm. I had to like wall run and then double jump to another wall run, which I hadn't got that force power yet. And I realized, mm. wait a second, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> and I was like, I need to get out of here. And then like, I kind of backtracked until I figured out, Oh, this is how I get out. And then, but it wasn't until that moment that it clicked. Um, but like you, I became very good and adept at reading the map after that. You know what yeah. jacked me up with Zepho was the sequence after you finished the temple. How When the, the wind is blowing up mm-hmm. from the vents, mm-hmm. I followed cool. the vents. Mm-hmm. And that's what got me lost. Because I followed them all the way to this open area. And then it brought me up to the ledge. I think it's what you're talking about where the double jump. And then there's a chest up there, but then it just leads you out to another ledge that drops you on that frozen slide that you took when you first mm-hmm. went down there. But you're supposed to. And so I thought there's no way there's no reason I need to go on the slide. So I yeah. thought I was supposed to jump across it and then go left back to the town and then backtrack. But no, that path gets blocked because you jumped off of a windmill that you can now you can't <laughs> jump back onto because it's too far. I, I understand everything you're saying. And also. I, everything you're saying makes no sense. It's like incredible. <laughs> right. So, so I want to ask y'all about this. How did y'all feel about these when you get to a a place where like they give you options? Like you can go left, you can go up, you can go right, you can go down, and then one of those paths seems to be a path where you can't come back. 
like a slide. Like, mm-hmm. how did y'all handle those? Because those messed with me the most. Because I remember there was a circumstance where I ran into two. I had like three options, and two yeah. of the options had a slide on it. Oh but no! I was un. It was unclear which one of these was like alternate path, the correct path, or yeah. like story, story path. path. And I yeah. wanted to go alternate path so I could continue exploring. You know, yeah. if anyway, I was gonna say one thing that I would say I liked about the game, like was exploring a little bit and like encountering things. I just wish I enjoyed the game. But uh, yeah, so how did y- did y'all ever run into that? And if you did, how did you? What did you end up doing? I think I did run into that, um, but I don't think I ever ran into it where like both slides or like a. I, so the mm-hmm. thing I ran, the thing I ran into the most was when there would be like clearly there's two paths, and not necessarily that one looks like it's permanent, like a slide, mm-hmm. but one looks like okay, this is clearly. The way that like anybody would go, and this is the way that only video, video game, game chads would go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let me go the video game chatter out first and get whatever super secret, special, awesome secret there is there, and then I'll go the normal person. Exactly. Route. Yes. But it was yes. always backwards. Yes. It was always the normal person's the route. Yes. Had the the little pickup, and the super secret path was where you were supposed <laughs> to go. <laughs> Yeah, because because in most games you know that the main path is the path where maybe an enemy is waiting. Or, it should be obvious. Or like yeah, like it's like oh this direction, so you're like oh I'm clearly not going that way. That's gonna progress the story, and I'm not gonna be able to come back this way. Right. You know, exactly. it happened to me yeah. so many times. I would realize like oh this is like going, this is like leaving the room, and I would just go back to the fork and get whatever thing was in the main obvious path, and then I would continue. Yeah, I don't know how many times I went backwards through those like weird crevice animations where he's like sliding in between the walls just because yeah thinking that was the secret path when Uh, that was the main path yeah i always thought that well i should have known we should have known that crevices were not ever going to be secret paths because we know that they're loading techniques that are the designers to slow you down so we should have known like this is progressing true well well, i don't know about that because (laughs) because this is how i like i was going to ask y'all about the elevators or the the, uh-huh. Like they were unnecessarily long, and and sometimes you didn't have to take an elevator per se. Like there was yeah. another alternate path that was a little bit faster, and I'm like, I don't know why I have to take this super long elevator for me to be in a place that like literally, if I took a slide, I'd get there in like two seconds. It, it was it was very strange. Yeah, the underground definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? The slide also gives them time to load stuff, and that makes sense. And I will, s- I get back. And I will say, as yeah. somebody who played on a PlayStation Four, and then got a PlayStation Five and continued my game, <laughs> the elevator rides were much faster. Oh, really? Oh no! Yes, especially the oh, one no. in uh, the one in um. I can't imagine them being any longer. <laughs> the one, <laughs> the one at Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. So you can either the first time you go through this area. You you go on foot and you're like jumping around and you're supposed to meet the rebels on the other side of this like little obstacle course basically, and then the second and then like you go on your adventure and you take not an elevator but kind of like a tram to take it back so the tram can go you can go through the tram or you can go on foot. The tram took forever, but in Kashyyyk, on that tram when I got the PlayStation Five, the tram took like four or five seconds, and I'm like that was absolutely a loading tram. Mm-hmm. They were counting on me either being in this tram and being chill in a room for a while or going on foot through this 
obstacle course mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. for them to load the next room. So that's 100% what that was. Yeah, I can feel that. I, 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 I mean, naturally, I felt like that's what it was doing. But it also felt like they were clearly doing it well enough that they didn't have to do it that long yeah. and felt yeah. so bad. It was it, cushion. Yeah, it just felt bad. Um, so so I want to talk a little bit about Beepo or BD. Be- hold on, before yeah. you go to Beepo. Beepo. Uh, I also just want to say pro for the game. You know, it's annoying that you have to, like, go through these crevices and, like, you know, just waste time, basically. But props for all of the intricate animations mm-hmm. and, like, details in those little crevices. Usually it's just, like, walls and stuff. But sometimes you'd be in a building and you'd be going, like, under pipes and, like, beams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, like, steam and stuff. And he doesn't just shuffle with, you know, his hands on the walls making right. himself a thinnest. He would, like, shuffle and he would climb um, over stuff and spin. he would he would like vault and, and go through things. There was one point where I dropped like into a sub level in the wall. And oh. I was like, wow, this is they use this not just to slow me down, but to actually basically as an elevator, you know. No, no, I could <laughs> um, see that. It was it was uh they did a good job. It's annoying, but I they did honestly it well. feel like they spent more time doing that. <laughs> 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 like no joke, I agree with you. I thought they were I was like, oh, this is really cool. It shows a lot of the, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, there's a word for it. Uh, animation. Uh, there's a certain type of animation that's uh, it's procedural animations, how far mm. it's gone. Like, they're, it's looked really great. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Almost like, It felt almost like a tech demo watching it. Um, yeah. But, really but then I'd step outside and then I'd get... Uh, I get into a soft lock situation with Beepo. So, so I want to I want to talk about Beepo for a second. Um, BD one, BD BD one. So yeah. B, so Beepo, check this out. So there's this situation. So first of all, I feel like it's a mandatory, obligatory Star Wars thing, where if you don't have a little beepy pal, oh yeah, cute little droid, little cute little droid, then it's not it's not a Star Wars game. And everyone understands the droid except the audience. Exactly. No, no, there's one time in the game, in the narrative, where Beepo said something, and then somebody's like, hey, I don't know what he just said. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, not, not everybody, but like all the main characters usually understand. Yeah, that. I just thought it was funny that somebody's like, hey, bro. Like, thank you. I don't understand <laughs> what Beepo said. You're going to have to translate for me. <laughs> um, but like you know, Beepo's like your friend. He's like supposed to guide you and show you things, and he ha- had has your health stems, and like he's like how you hack things. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I mean, overall, I didn't have an issue with him. I thought he was like it was like a perfect like narrative conceit for a plot device. Yeah, it yeah. was like pretty good. I I thought he was pretty cute. Um, I thought he was cool. But me and me and Beepo had like I had so many frustrations with him sometimes. So <laughs> there was like two circumstances. Let me know what, what y'all's experience was and, and how you felt about Beepo. But uh there's two circumstances. One, there was a time where I was fighting a, a Jedi trooper or something, and it was near one of those S comp link consoles. Mm, and yeah. oh yeah. And one of my favorite pastimes, and I didn't do this on purpose, was just force pushing people off of things to death like especially like mm-hmm. the really like the the uh like the black like yeah enemies, the big black droids like the black like jet uh the guys with troopers. the big sticks they had the electric stuff and they were like oh the first like, troopers oh let me show yeah. you how to fight and then i would just force push them off the edge <laughs> and the fight's yeah. immediately and over really yeah that was always that i love doing that 
But I was just fighting a, a normal, like, kind of, like, trooper with one of those wands. And I guess I hit him off the edge, and he fell, but he didn't die. And he mm. was, like, below me on some level. Well, wow. guess what? I found out. Oh, BD no. will not interact with the console if there's an enemy yeah. anywhere yeah, nearby. Yeah, you're in combat. So even though he was, like, far enough where, like... I wasn't directly being engaged with him. BD would not do anything. Yep. And it took me like five minutes of like moving around a little bit. And then eventually, I guess the stormtrooper guy kind of like maybe glitched into the environment or something <laughs> that BD would interact with the S comp thing. So that was like a little annoying. Um, and then there was once, you know how BD would give you hints on like, hey, we should go this way, buddy. So 90% of the game, that was completely useless. There was this moment where BD literally disappeared. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. He was not on my shoulder. He wasn't standing near anything trying to get me to interact. Oh, gosh. And I was like, BD? <laughs> like, I was literally like, and I was doing stuff to kind of try. You lost your friend, I was bro. trying to get call him through, like, the little buttons, the D-pad. And it was like, nothing, yeah. nothing worked. And I was like, yo, did I just, like, oh. break the game? Then all of a sudden... I'm walking somewhere, and I come to a like a place where I need to do some like jumps. BD comes out of nowhere, like it's like he teleports in, like I'm here, and then he he runs over, he runs in front of me, and then he in my line of sight walks directly over to the edge, and then he like does some kind of action to show me where I needed to go. Like what? It was what? super weird. I was like, I never saw that. Happen. I was like. I've pl- this is three-fourths into the game. I was like, I've played this game for like X amount of hours. And this is the first time BD has shown me where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do. And it wow. was after a weird glitch where he disappeared. It was so strange. Maybe he was getting an update. <laughs> he just left. I'll be right back. Like, hold on, hold on. I got some DLC to download. I'll be right back. <laughs> that premium content. <laughs> I did have issues with BD1 in a similar way of him running off because... If you just walk past either like uh, something drawn on a wall mm-hmm. or a weird plant that he wants to scan, but yeah, if you're you moving your use. camera, like you can't see him jump off of your shoulder in through the motion blur, and so, <laughs> so yeah, there'd be you tons can turn of times. Them off, by the way, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> this, man, this man found all the accessibility settings. I did, except for that. I was blind. <laughs> I felt I felt like the game would look worse without the motion blur. But. <laughs> Yeah, I left it on. So, so yeah, he would just run off, and I'd be in a fight or something, or somebody would come up, and I'd ask for a stem, and he wouldn't be there. And I, I don't know how many times my stem animation got canceled mm-hmm. from just me walking. Like it was, that was probably the most frustrating thing about BD because you have to, like, I understand why they put it in there for balance. You know, like you gotta really pick and choose the times you get you yeah. want a stem, but for him to be like ABD, and then he gotta throw it. And then you have to catch it, and then he has to. It's like a good five second feeling yeah. animation, and you yeah. rarely have enough time for that. So that's actually one thing I don't like. And I'll, I'll we talked about combat kind of. Uh, the first ability you get is slow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- what do you think slow is, dear listeners? Do you think it's a way to immobilize your opponent so that you can get a quick volley of attacks in? 
You'd be wrong. Type your answer <laughs> because now. Because as soon as you, as soon as you, the first, the first hit, hit you, you land, do, they go right back to slow disappears. Yep. So I learned this the hard way over the course of multiple hours of gameplay, where like somebody would be mid attack and I would slow them, and I'd be like, "Oh, I got you now," and I would run up and start hitting them, and they would hit me with this huge powerful attack <laughs> immediately. But in the middle of doing, and I was like, "Excuse me," and I realized eventually, oh, it just it didn't end early. Well, it did, but. It didn't end naturally. It ended because I hit the person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, they. It seems like they purposefully built slow, not for combos and not to take advantage uh, of people. To heal, but just to heal. Hilarious. Oh, you're right. That's the hit they give you. They're like, oh, you should try yeah. using slow to heal if you can't get any space. Really? That's what they don't tell you is that's the only useful way to use slow. They, they, doesn't work on bosses very well though. Right. Wait. Doesn't. Wait. So, so they they yeah, said that to you in game. Yeah. No, it, it's one of the death screen hints. Really? I never... I, well, I, they tutorialize it when you're running through the train. Yeah. They, they I do. Exp- it's It's like... Because it's, it's you get shot or something, but they tell you to... to no. When is it? But no, they do, they do do it in-game when you're fighting stormtroopers. They say to heal them so, so you can make space. Maybe they don't specifically say heal, but they at least say make space. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I guess. I guess playing it on easy, I didn't die as much, so maybe I didn't see that those yeah, kind of hits. I died quite a lot. So, so also, mm-hmm. can I can I talk? Speaking of loading things, I, this is ugh, this bothers <laughs> me so much. So when you die, <laughs> when you die in this game, it shows a big black screen. It's like you died, game over, whatever, mm-hmm. and it shows uh, push X to continue, mm-hmm. and you push X. And maybe like a hint will pop up and you can scroll through the hints and you can see the little loading icon in the corner and eventually it loads you back in. Now, if you're like me and you're on a PlayStation 4, that's like a 30 second sometimes Mm -hmm. like loading screen, Mm. like 40 seconds every time you die, which is miserable. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking like, well, that's cool. I can like walk away and get a drink or something and come back and then push X and then it'll it'll be loaded by the time I get back. Yeah. No, they do not load the game until you push X <laughs> to say yes. I know I died. Please let me play again. Oh, it's the opposite. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that too. I don't know why they decided that screen flow for the like. It's just really stupid. It doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. So you have to you have to push X and then it'll load the forty yeah. second load time. Yeah, so you... I didn't understand what was happening because I did notice it's... that it, it felt delayed, but I didn't know why. That that makes a whole lot of sense. It was awful. I, it's horrible. I, maybe it's, it's such an easy thing. Just load it while you're telling me I'm dead. If I decide not to keep playing, okay, like that's fine. Still gonna need to get into the game. So, so this reminds me of something that kind of I don't know if you guys ever experienced this. There are like you know when you f- jump off an edge, and then mm-hmm. like like particularly the ropes and the vines. What I mm-hmm. man, the air controls were so terrible, and they were like little finicky on exactly when you'd grab it. That's why once I got force pull, I force pulled them vines like every <laughs> every time. time, every time. I do love that you can force was, pull in the air and catch a vine that, in the air. That, that was, was the first time. Nice the first time I was like, oh, this ability actually makes me feel like I'm better. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool. So, um, so I got pretty used to the idea of like if I miss a jump. Um, that I would uh, have to just get, I'd be reloaded back at that spot, right? So, right. you know that scene, where, <laughs> I don't know how many times y'all missed this jump, where you're like, that weird bat thing comes out of nowhere, 
and like you have to jump on his head or oh, whatever. Oh, land on his back. It's back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could not. Land. You're like falling. Oh, into I could not like oh, yeah. get that window At right. At least five times. Yeah, I would die over and over on each of the transitions. Then later in the, I don't know if it was before this moment or after, there was a moment where there was a jump. I can't really recall exactly what it was, but it was an insta-death jump. If you missed oh. the jump, you died. But it didn't. Really? Yeah, I can't remember. I might. I don't know if I wrote it down. But it was. I don't remember that. One. It was just out of nowhere, like because it's probably not a jump that many people miss. I just happened to kind of like. I mean, it's not hard to miss the one of those weird jumps. Yeah, it, it wasn't a hard jump because when I did it the next time, I got it easily. It, mm-hmm. it was just that that particular random jump was an instant death. Death screen load in, and I was like, "What? Like." You can't do that to me. You can't train me. It must have been in like the middle of like a boss fight or something. Well, no, because even with the giant even bat, with if the you bat, missed it, I it can't would just, remember. I, and it would immediately huh. load in because they knew that people were going to miss that thing over and over. I only, I only missed it once. I'm really proud to say. I'm, oh, I missed that thing like 20 times. Every time we had to do it, I missed it 20 <laughs> times. <laughs> I would I would just aim for like his whole back. I wasn't aiming for his head. Yeah, I can't. I was I, I was just aiming for the the giant bat, but yeah, I would just miss it. It's just like I couldn't yeah. hit the air controls. Um, exactly right. It there, didn't it feel. Was, good. It was you. You fell. I mean, this is probably how it would actually feel to be falling and trying to land on something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is oh, it's coming too fast. I missed my chance. And so, game over. At least they didn't game over you on that. That would have been God. At least a whole nother. And, and there was a time where I jumped off something and I had low health. I think it was early in the game uh, or something. I had lower health. I jumped off it. I missed the jump. It respawned me, nice. and I had more health than when I jumped off what? previously. Oh, and I was like, uh, they didn't want to game over you on a jump. That's interesting. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I figured they would just kill you. It, that's, I wasn't that's dead. They kind of gimp the game. I didn't die. I wasn't close to death. I just had like half health, and then I jumped off, and I was at ninety-five percent health all of a sudden. And oh, that's really weird. And I was like, oh, and it never happened again. <laughs> you must have fallen into a. Into a force bubble or something. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened again. So, okay. So, let's talk a little... A pile of stems. So, let's talk a little bit about the combat and maybe some other stuff will pop up about traversal and other things. So, let's talk combat. Um, so, Steve, cool. I, you had some th- thoughts about combat. I, I, what were you thinking? Yeah. yeah. So, I already mentioned the slow. The fact that slow doesn't work the way I would want it. Like, it's not as useful in the way I would want to use it. That's fine. Um the it felt like i wrote this down it said i said it feels like i'm always getting staggered like if i bounce off an enemy's block or if i get hit by something a little heavy i like fly off like a ragdoll yes but it's so hard to stagger enemies um like they'll be in the middle of a big move Mm -hmm. and i'm like i got you and i hit you and they still hit me with the move after i'm like what was the point um, in retrospect, I think that if I hit them with like my triangle move, which is like a big overhead swing, it would interrupt the enemies. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. But that move was also really easy to interrupt. So I got really annoyed with it. Um, also, the triangle move uses force, mm-hmm. which yes. I didn't know until much later in the game. I'm like, why am I always out of force? Mm-hmm. Why can't I use this move and I'm getting walloped? I never oh. used it because of that. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. it doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't expect... A big head overhead swing to use the force, but cow is just that um, trash. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll briefly outline how difficulty worked in the game for the listeners. So, what they did was they had three 
I guess, uh, three levels, three scales. It was incoming damage. I want to say like the the parry timing window. Uh huh. And was it outgoing? No, not outgoing damage. That was constant. Um, was it force? incoming damage? The force util- utilization. It might have been force or something. Force utilization, something like that. I don't either remember. The, either the amount of force you get or the amount that you use would would change. But when you picked your difficulty, it would show you like those three level those three levels on a scale, mm-hmm. and so you could see that like when you. Uh, when you pick the hardest mode, like the parry window was super tiny, super tiny, and incoming damage was really high. Max. And if you pick the lowest, it was the opposite. So it was cool. I'm glad that they did something other than enemies have more health. Thank you for having giving oh. us intelligent and interesting difficulties. They would change the respawns too. You had more respawn uh, zones if you did on the lower two levels. Really? Uh huh. Like more checkpoints. The med- the meditation circles or whatever they're called. Yeah. Oh, they would just disappear if you went to higher levels? I didn't do it, but it said it in like the text that you would have less chances to something something. Oh, maybe they're they're like you have a a certain amount of uses of a particular save point. I wasn't going to find out exactly what they (laughs) (laughs) meant. I I don't know anything about that. That'd be interesting. Um, So that's cool. Um, I think that it felt much better to play at a lower level because parrying actually felt possible. Mm-hmm. It was so hard for me to read the enemy moves and they didn't, they acted kind of like semi-randomly, which I appreciate, but I'm like, you can't give me a reaction based yeah, on random mechanic yeah. with an itty bitty window. Exactly. When you have these, like a lot of these monsters would hit you with like their whole dang bodies, you know, and it's like, how am I supposed to time the parry on that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you parry? Yeah, because their whole body glows um, red, not the not the point of where they're gonna hit you with. Well, you can't you can't parry when their bodies are glowing red. You have to dodge. Well, that too, but yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So there's a couple of monsters that like would hit you with their face, but it isn't like you would normally like if you, if you see someone rearing back for a headbutt, you can parry that, but they would just lunge suddenly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like there was a couple of bigger monsters that you know, would swing around wildly. And in fact, one that even after you killed it would try to hit you one more time in it's death throws. And eventually I learned to parry that sucker, but like it took so long and I'm like, I why? So the parry, the parry window being smaller was great. Um, I don't play a whole lot of not- games with parries, but I feel, I feel like the parry in this game never felt that great. Like even when I it never felt successful- useful, yeah, it didn't feel useful. And even when I did it, like the animation was super weird. Mm-hmm. Like a successful parry animation, he'd put his arms up in the air because it was like this big clash. So I guess in context, it made sense because they were trying to hit you with all their force and you parried it. So it's like you didn't take any damage, but it looks like a bad thing's happening. And then on top yeah. of that, in other games, when you do successfully parry, it usually means that you can follow up an attack really quickly exactly. before they can recover. But I, nope. I, but you, it take you just as long to recover from it as it would them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I found that I so, found that the parry kind of, if especially if there was multiple enemies approaching me at the same time, and I successfully parried another enemy, sometimes it actually led to me getting damage from another enemy mm-hmm. because of that like weird animation. So I just mm-hmm. a lot of times I'd be like, bump this. I'm just gonna block this. Get out of dodge. Maybe like I did find that parries did. I don't know if it was like directly, but it felt like. After I parried somebody, their guard would be a little less stiff. Yes. You know? So, so that so was kind in, of the benefit. In this game, 
in this game you have a little blocking uh, meter and as you block attacks or reflect lasers and stuff your block goes down eventually your block breaks yeah enemies also have a blocking meter and the weaker enemies basically have no block you know you hit them once and they like oh and they stumble (laughs) um but then a lot of the strong enemies have a really huge block and so if you parry an enemy it doesn't automatically make them vulnerable it just damages their block block. yeah Ah. yeah so it's still useful but for for the enemies that have block to spare, like a lot of the purge purge troopers, oh yeah, they'll hit you. They'll immediately hit you after you, you parry them. Yes, yeah, so you have to parry them multiple times. Yeah, you have to be super strategic. And I just felt like that to me made it feel like like I feel like God of War's parry. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed because it felt like okay, cool. I get the advantage. You know, um, I'm in a better position. But it just always felt like, you know what, like, I don't. And then, like you said, the window can be weird. And, like, some anime animations aren't exactly, like, like clear. Like, is this the parry mm-hmm. window? Like, and sometimes I get mm-hmm. combo. Especially, like, that the dude on Dathomir who, like, the best thing to do is to parry him. Like, and you could, like, just murk him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't getting used to his, like, animation and like if i messed up the parry he would just like got you gonna hit you eight times fool you messed up <laughs> yeah yep, yep. <laughs> you know. or uh or trilla you know she loved swinging that double uh, lightsaber around and she would like have it spinning on her back and like doing mm-hmm, all this extra mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and i'm like what how like where's the parry you know like <laughs> where's the hitbox that i'm supposed to be yeah. parrying because i guarantee not all those lightsaber swings were actual like there was one time I tried to parry somebody and they were too far away. So the attack just didn't connect. And then I like I dropped my guard because I thought I had parried them because the timing was perfect. But they hadn't even hit me. And then they hit me with the second attack in the combo. Got him. And I got comboed. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Mm. Appreciate that. You know, <laughs> I'll say one thing about the combat is that it felt like some enemy encounters definitely felt a lot more... Like I didn't, I didn't mind fighting the Knight Brothers too much. Like I could kind of get a beat on them. I could get a vibe. You know, when it was multiple of them, it was like Ugh, I don't feel like dealing with you. But I felt like okay, cool. Um, the big giant frog. Um, oh yeah. He like so you. I don't know if y'all both encountered this. It sounded like I think Kyle. You said you encountered this, Steve. Let me know if you did as well. But when, in the first level, when you're on Bogano or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's not clear where you're supposed to go, I take the alternate path, going under the ground, and one of those frog things dropped in. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, like in a little hidden chamber? Exactly. Yeah. Apparently... That boy killed me so many times. Apparently, I was talking to a friend, and they told me that you were not supposed to be able to beat that frog yet. Like, right. you encounter it, you're supposed to, I guess, get dissuaded, and then keep moving. But guess what? Uh... I guess. Oh, actually, uh, who, who made Apex? Um, respawn. I said, guess what? Respawn. I'm a gamer, and you put me in a fight <laughs> with a thing, and it's like one on one in a game that I'm just starting. I'm and gonna it's close. I'm like, gonna. You can you can see that you can kill. I it. think yeah. I can beat this thing. I'm gonna fight until I beat this thing. Um, and I think that was the moment where I realized that I did not like the combat and that I was gonna hate this game mm. because. To me, I felt like I knew what the frog was going to do. I knew how the, I understood the attacks. But like matter. anytime there's an enemy 
when they do a charge of attack and they do that thing where they rotate on themselves like uh-huh. <laughs> like like on their pivot point and then no matter what you do they're going to hit you like they're going to yeah, home they in on you they snap to your location every time rolled. i'm just like absolutely not um and yeah. also at that point i didn't really understand blocking yet cuz once i understood blocking that fight became right. 100 times easier mm-hmm. but but like to me i was like this is telling me that like you're too lazy to do this right. Like, you are just like, easier, just track their transform, <laughs> and then send the attack. They just have to deal with it. And it was like the red attack. And I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, his tongue was the red. Yeah, so the what red bothered me yeah. about the frog, which, I did, yeah, both him being really, really powerful, the snapping, but also, when you come to him the second time, that's also the first time that I found out about when an enemy kills you, it gets your XP and stuff. You have to hit it to get yes. it back. Yes. And so this was the first time that I noticed a critical design flaw because mm. if you go, you walk in there, it's glowing gold and it's supposed to be yeah. super vibrant so you can see. And you that, can't see the red flash. Exactly. That gold <laughs> overrides the red flash that tells you what attack you can block. That's so and dumb. so. So when I walked in, you know, I'd walk in ready to fight. Well, the first time, the second, the second time I came in, I was like, okay, I'm going to be ready to parry as soon as he does it. He's glowing gold. I don't know what that means yet. But then immediately he sends out that red attack. I try to parry it, and it doesn't work. And that's when it clicked in my mind. I was like, he didn't glow red just now. I couldn't even block what happened. Mm. And I'm like, and then that happened throughout the game. Anything that would kill me, if it did a red attack, no notice. And I'm like, wow. how do you miss this? Wow! It was really interesting. I mean, they did to their credit. They do still play the sound cue um, for for unblockable attacks. So, like, I picked up like, oh, he's doing an unblockable attack. Oh, this is even if cue. I can't. I never caught that onto that. I would have felt yeah, better it's, if I had, <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember that either. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a an unpleasant screeching sound. Um, it kind of feels like. You know, like, oh, this is something you should be scared of. Huh. So, like, every every enemy would do that when they were charging up a really? unblockable attack. I do yeah. remember that, but I, I don't know. I guess my mind is thinking that it was on every attack. So, if it was on the unblockable ones, I didn't register that it was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Didn't. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so, it, 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 I mean, it still makes it harder to dodge it because the timing, the, the, the red coloring kind of helps with timing, but... The fact that I heard it, I'm like, oh, I should jump or do something or try to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and to their credit, I mean, it only takes one hit to to get your stuff back, so they don't. I, they probably don't expect you to be dealing with that flaw for most for of, most of, of the any fight. battle. Like you're just gonna see. And I think that, and I I appreciate the idea. It kind of comes from that Dark Souls Bloodborne mindset. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I don't know what they were thinking. Like this game. To me, this game isn't. It doesn't feel like Bloodborne. It doesn't feel like Dark Souls. It just feels difficult, and I just yeah. don't think that that element was a benefit or something that made the game feel more like the game. Like Dark Souls in Bloodborne, the reason I really like that element is because as you get better in the game, you feel like you're getting better at the fights, mm-hmm. and if you happen to die at an enemy, you're like, cool. All right. I just need to fight better, right? And you go you and do it, it, and you learn from it. But I just feel like when I played this game, even on easy, dog, like on easy, <laughs> I wasn't feeling like I was getting better. I just felt like I was learning either how to maybe gimp a simple enemy, force push the fool off the edge, 
or like how to just avoid this fool as much as possible and catch him on the slick. <laughs> like, like I never felt like I really got the combat, you know? Yeah. I felt like it was, you know, because Dark Souls is like, all right, we have difficult combat. It's grueling. You're going to get killed a lot. But then once you get good, it's really satisfying. Exactly. And once you beat some of these bosses, you feel like you're king of the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This just felt like you have difficult combat. It's a little bit grueling. You're going to die a lot. And you have really difficult bosses. And once you beat them, you feel like just like... You're glad it's over. C- cool. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't really feel satisfied, really, with most of my... Like, when I played well, I felt like it was just like a grim satisfaction. It wasn't like ecstasy. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so know? happy to be done with this. Like, not like, yeah, that was a great... Yeah, because I think... When... Sometimes sometimes I only won because an enemy would just happen to randomly pick the attacks that were least devastating. Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I had it where like an enemy just kept doing the same like really attack that would gimp me. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on yeah, here? You get comboed like, and juggled. <laughs> you know, it's like, Ooh. I know this is just a random number generator. Like, there's no logic behind this. Dude, you know what bothered me? Some of the enemies later in the game get flashbang grenades. Oh, oh dude, yeah. I wrote that down. I wrote that junk down. Bro. And there's no- so, nothing you can do I, anywhere it, you right, are. Right, right, right. Yeah, no matter where you are, you don't have to. I thought, okay, just don't look at the dumb thing. Nope. No. If it's on the ground, it'll explode and you'll be blind. No proximity. I wish. To me, that's such a huge that's such a huge missed opportunity. Because you're playing as a as a force user, right? And how do force users train like as children? They they wear like helmets and blind themselves and they have to react to uh, you know, lasers being shot at them and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, when I'm blind Give me like the outline of a weapon. That'd be cool. Enhance the sound, or like, or or like maybe like uh, some sort of like the you know visibility of like movements without a lot of other details. Like just anything that would signify like I'm I'm relying on the force. I'm calming my mind. You know, that would have been sick. It would have. That's a really that's a great idea. But yeah, yeah, what they did is horrible. Yeah, the fact yeah the fact that the flashbangs essentially affected you anywhere was what killed me. I was like, if it was proximity yeah. wise, like cool, I get it. Even if I'm not looking at it, sure, I'll just take that L. But like, it felt like I could be across the map and I'm still getting affected by this flashbang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so that scary. enemy, just... there is a later in the game when you're on the star destroyer. That enemy has a droid with him, and you're surrounded by like the electrified pillars. And he throws those things. And there's also a ledge you can fall off of. And so it's like <laughs> the worst scenario for a, an unblockable, completely right. visually impairing attack. Like it, it, that whole fight just feels horrible. No I, just learned, I just learned that if I saw a flashbang go up, I would immediately lock on to the enemy and just Dodge. Hit, hit, them as, hit them with as much slow as I could and just <laughs> don't move. I never thought to. I just dodge until like no. things got better. Or yeah, dodging didn't work for me. I just slowed them and it helped a lot them. actually. So so I, I want to share with y'all the moment that I decided that I was gonna play on easy mode. Ah. So so I was gonna ask y'all what do you think it when it happened, but it's like I doubt. I don't know if you want to guess. It's up to y'all. Wait, I kind of want to guess. Okay, go for it. When do you think it happened? Uh, you went to easy mode. When uh, you were fighting the first like guardians in the Zepho Temple, okay. What about you, Cal? Oh, the guardians. Hmm. So you said it was like forty percent into the game. Oh, oh did you say that? 
I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, he said he said he played about half of the game on easy mode. Oh, okay. Um, I might remember. I, it was it was a decent way in. It wasn't like yeah. I think it was less than half. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm that. assuming it was a repeated death from a boss encounter that wasn't skippable. Okay. Um, but which one? Maybe one of the second sister fights. Uh, yeah, I want to say the first second sister fight is my new guess. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if it was halfway through. It, it might have been less. So I'll tell you exactly what happened. So I've, I've been going through this grain, dealing with the grueling. Uh, I'm on Kashyyyk. Um, and What's the spiders? Uh, <laughs> yes! It was the spiders! Spiders. <laughs> so, so it wasn't... It wasn't. It wasn't the first. It wasn't the first spider encounter. It wasn't the second spider encounter. It was actually. I. It was like a moment where uh, y'all might recall this. You walk out and there's some stormtroopers, mm-hmm. and the spiders are attacking the stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yes. And so what and I there's did, like a rocket trooper nearby. Yeah, and I just watched this, them fight the the spider. I think it's pretty funny. I'm like, cool. Like y'all clear out the herd, and I'll just finish them. Right. So the fight happens. I'm like, oh, let me save real quick. Because there's like a save point right there. Yeah. I save. And then I I notice there's an alternate path. And I go, huh. Let me go to this alternate (laughs) path. And I'll come back and deal with them. (laughs) So I go down this alternate path. And I walk into a room. (laughs) And I think the game slightly glitched out a little bit. Because I don't, because th- I went, because I had a different experience the second time I dealt with this. I walk in the room, and I do it like a force reading on somebody, and they're like, "Oh, the spiders!" Ah! Yeah. Like they're screaming, right? And I walk around the room for a bit, like just kind of like, "Huh, maybe they're just talking about spiders in general." <laughs> <laughs> you should be so lucky. And and like as I'm walking out, a spider drops in, right? Yep. In the cave. In that cave. The albino right? spider. Oh, the albino that's like a spider. Big spider. Yeah. So, so no, actually, I don't think it was an albino spider. And this is it wasn't albino. It was like the mother spider or something. So, so this is what why I think it glitched out a little bit. It fell in, and I was like, cool, spider fight. I fought a few of these. I just need to fight it like I fight the other ones. I don't know what happened. I don't know mm-hmm. why my spirit broke in that moment. But that spider killed me in a way that I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I, I literally was like, you know, I was near a safe point. So it wasn't as if I couldn't have just went right back to it and fought it again. And it was like a minimal, like, inconvenience. It was just something about that fight told me I cannot do this anymore. Yeah, that spider was a problem. I cannot do this anymore. And I, like, looked at the heavens and I said... Lord help me. <laughs> like, Lord, take take this take, the storm. Take from this me. from me. And I just went into this the menu. I looked at the menu, changed difficulty, <laughs> and I sat there for a minute and I said, I'm breaking every gamer code I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I'm this is like literally not me. I said, but I'm gonna do it for the bros. You gave it <laughs> the college try. I really did. I went and I played and I played and I died a few times. I had some diff- that spider broke you. And the reason I say that I think something glitched out because at the second time I went into that room, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's different on different difficulties. I walk in there, the albino spider drops and the mother spider drops. What? And there's two spiders in that room. Oh no! 
They were like, how dare you drop a new <laughs> Yeah, and I had to fight them both. Mm-mm. It was not... It wasn't fun. Like, the thing is, I, I, maybe I'll play it on easy and just feel it out. Like, the game didn't feel easier. It felt less punishing. That's correct. Yes. That would make sense with the meters. Yeah. it's Well, it's... I think it's easier because... You can parry because it's less punishing, right? Like like damage damage is less punishing, and you have more time to parry. But the attacks are probably just as punishing as everything else. Yeah, it. it I didn't feel like what I want because it was actually just called story mode. So to me, to me, I was like, cool. Like I'm just gonna. I've never done this before, right? I've never played Enjoy on easy story. ever. So I was like, oh, I wonder. Like story mode must be like hit enemies once and they die. And like you know, I was like, oh no, this is still pretty difficult. Like I wouldn't tragedy mode. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't give this to a person who likes Star Wars but doesn't play games. You know, Mm-mm. no, like no, no, no. It would Absolutely still not. be too hard for them. And I was like, oh, this is this is more like normal than it is easy. Yeah. So. The moment, the moment that broke me uh, for going from from Jedi Master down to like normal Jedi Knight was um, well, actually, this is leading into something else I was going to mention. Um, you mentioned Dark Souls, and I've, I've I've compared this game to Metroid Prime, and so really early in the game, you you get the choice to go to two different planets. Yeah, and one is like one is implied to be like a light side of the forest planet you're going to go on a little light side adventure and one is implied to be well it's very explicit actually <laughs> this is like a dark side like ooh, yeah. scary don't like go yeah, there. don't go here don't go there yeah so of course i go to the light side first i think that's the zepho home world of course uh-huh. i do all that i didn't stuff. do that am i the only person who didn't do that i didn't go to dathomir first i, I went straight to dathomir <laughs> all right well that's let me get to, so let me come around so <laughs> i went to, to zepho first but then at Zepho, they're like, oh, go, let's go to Kashyyyk. But I'm like, no, what about what about Dathomir? Let me go to the other one. That's what that I was already too. offered to me. Yeah. So, okay, so we all did this. We all went to Dathomir early. Uh, that sucks. Dathomir is not meant to go. <laughs> you're not meant to go there early. I don't know why yeah, they have no they idea why they made a choice. Because um, you can't progress that far. You're, you're hard blocked by your lack of double jump. And you're underpowered. Um, and um even if you had a i mean even without the hard block like it's so much more difficult so what broke me was the night brothers really after fighting all these monsters and like stupid spiders the spiders man they would lunge at you and you block it and then you go to attack and they lunge at you three more times immediately mm-hmm. it's one of those things you got to block them multiple times yeah. anyway um terrible rng not rng it was it was a, a combo there would be a they would lunge and there'd be a beat, and then they would lunge two or three more times. Oh, I didn't get it consistently. Oh, I did. I I learned to block two or three more times. Um, actually, what happens is if you parry the first hit, they don't get a chance to attack more because you knock them over because you parried them real good. <laughs> Maybe that's. But what uh, eventually, you make your way through the monsters, and they introduce Marin, the Night Sister, and a few Night Brothers, and these boys hit hard. They do. And their stupid maces have like an area of effect. So even if you do a quick dodge to block their big old attack, you'll still take damage from the, the blast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I died a few times to the first, it was like two or three brothers in a cave, like the very first time you meet them. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm going to normal. Um, yeah, I died there that too. Was it. Yeah, that was, that was 
when I was on the PlayStation 4, I think I might have persisted. I felt really good by the end of it. I might have persisted on the hard mode if I had stayed, if I had had a PS5 with improved frame rate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the moment I gave up. And I'm like, I guess I'm doing the God of War. I'm going to drop down a little. <laughs> there was something that I realized like throughout the game, but was super apparent on Dathomir. And that was that the game designers love to hide enemies around corners. Dude, I wrote this down. Dude, I wrote this down. No. That was the one time I've never seen an enemy around a corner. Are you like kidding that, me? The zombie ladies would grab me from behind oh, in well, every the zombie room. Ladies, the, night, the zombie ladies. The night brothers, course. the same. They would pop out a corner and just swipe you. So I just literally walked through Dathomir guarding all the time. You have like, to. I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> That's really weird. There was one specific place where there was always a guy hiding and he always caught me slipping if I wasn't guarding. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I felt like it was usually pretty clear there was going to be somebody like they would be a little bit ahead of me or like around a corner in like a big space where i can dodge back there's only one time where they were like hiding behind a door frame basically where they're like caught you slipping and they did that a few times on dathomir and and other places and like you said kyle it was definitely what i think the designers thought was like dark soulsy because dark souls has a few of those moments where like something pops Mm. out and then like pop kills you but I, I mean, it's probably not fun in Dark Souls either, but it kind of got old. I wrote it down. I was like, people jumping out the corner has gotten old. I get it. It's not fun. It wasn't fun it's the tired. first time, and it's not fun the 10th time. I do not care. Please stop. <laughs> like if, it was, if, if, it, if it was simpler to like either mash out of the grab or avoid the grab altogether, then I would appreciate it. But mm-hmm. again, like the same issue we were having with the boss fights, a lot of the stuff in this game simply wasn't reactable. And if you yeah. if you could react, it wasn't you, you it wasn't always or there really wasn't a whole lot of options because you can't jump away from a grab if they're in range. Like they're gonna snap to you and grab you anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's nothing you could do about it and it just felt cheap. And so it was more frustrating <laughs> than than challenging. Than difficult, yeah. And so I think that's one of the things about Dark Souls is like, yeah, it's, it's challenging or difficult, but fair. While mm-hmm. this game just felt like they tried to just make it difficult. This is cheap. Because, yeah. God. Speaking of jumping, so you, you never used lock-on, Kyle, but I don't know if you did, Brad. Did you jump in fights or were you always dodging? Uh, with lock-on? So I think toward the end of the, like, middle to end, I realized, wait a second, I can do force backwards jumps like like you said like the zelda thing and mm-hmm. i would use them periodically but i think i was more of a dodge overall, right. like 85 percent. so so here's the thing right i realized that except for one boss fight at the very end with trilla and maybe one before i feel like i'm remembering something but i can't place it mm-hmm. there is no reason to jump hmm. in the game and that's how bad the jump is that they didn't even they didn't even create like reasons to jump until you had a double jump. <laughs> it's true. But Trilla had this this attack. It was like a wave. You had you had to oh, jump, you had to over, jump it. over it. Yeah. But that was it. Like I can't think of another attack that it made sense to, to always jump over. Maybe uh, maybe some of the um, if there was like a bomb on the floor, or uh, you know some of those random encounters with with uh the the brood 
Um, you know what I'm talking about? I, like the random bounty hunters who would chase, who would catch oh, you. Oh, okay. Slipping? So, so okay. Let's keep talking combat, but we definitely have to talk story for a bit um, because I, I'd love to get y'all's take. But no, I 100% agree on the jump. Number one, my feeling about the jump in general, especially in this game, was that since it was unwieldy outside of combat, I absolutely didn't want to trust it in combat. No, I was like, of course. I'm like, I'm not pressing the jump button because I just have this feeling I'm gonna jump, have no air control. <laughs> And then they're just gonna like gimp me or like hit me, and then I get stun locked or something. I was just like, no, no, no. Everyone has these huge hurt box or hit boxes. Huge. Yeah. So I want to say one thing. Once again, this game to me is like a two point five out of ten. <laughs> but there's one fight in the game that almost convinced me to move the game back to normal uh, because oh. I actually enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. It was fighting, I think, the ninth sister or the eighth ninth sister. sister. The ninth sister, yeah, ninth sister boss the fight. big, the big girl. Yeah, the yeah. big girl. I don't know why, but I that was like the fight where I was like, oh, like I'm actually having fun with this. Like she was balanced. She had a rush attack. Mm-hmm. Her stuff was parryable. She was. It was a very fun fight. Yeah, it was a fun fight. It felt like what I wanted out of the game the whole way through. Mm-hmm. And if I had maybe died on her the, at all, but you know, I'm playing on nor- easy or whatever story mode. I might have actually, if I died on her on easy for some reason i might have actually moved it up to normal to fight her because i was having a good time dealing with her like moving around figuring out how to deal with her you know it, it just i don't know like maybe you, you were mentioning it kyle like just maybe it was readability her she didn't feel super cheap like Mm-mm. i don't know i just and i also liked her character like in mm-hmm. general she's a little brash you know like you um, liked her what character i mean like Okay, her personality she was very sure, antagonistic, sure. like directly towards you. Yeah, she would so, tease and stuff. Like it was, it was, it was satisfying to finally beat her because she would always be like one yeah. step ahead of you. Yeah, and and I just felt like it felt right. Her quips in the fight were just matching her personality, and like I don't know, it just felt like one of the few like fights, boss fights. Well, there wasn't a ton of boss fights in this game, but like I don't know, I really enjoyed playing her. And if I were to play this game, like if somebody said, "Oh, I want to go back and see you play," I'd be like, "That's the fight I'm gonna do." And I'd probably put on normal because it would be challenging and I might lose, but I think I would have enjoyed the experience. Um, sure. So I have I actually want to give my little story about what broke me too, since we both <laughs> have stories about changing difficulties. Yeah. And so it was actually a fight pretty close to the ninth sister one because I only changed it for this fight and then I immediately switched it back. So the, the second second sister fight um, when you're, you're, you go down this elevator and she's like standing in front of the door you need to go to. And, uh, it felt a lot like the first second sister fight because she's like talking down to you and yeah. you're like dodging her stuff. And so the first one is like the very beginning of the game and you're not supposed to win. And so you're fighting her and, uh, eventually she kills you. And, um, so this one, it felt a whole lot like that, but, but I was stronger and I was like feeling pretty good. And I was like, you know, what happened if I actually beat her? And so I was fighting her, fighting her. Got her down to like just past like 50% health. And then she went into her new phase. And maybe I knocked off 10% more of her health at that point. And then she killed me. And I was like, man, I felt like I got really close. But since I got her down to like, you know, 60% of her health was down, then I guess I'm not supposed to win this fight. But I wonder if I can type of thing and so i fought her again got her even closer she had like maybe maybe 80 percent of her health was gone and i was like okay i'm not obviously i'm not supposed to win this fight or i am supposed to win this fight no that's, that's what i thought i'm supposed to win this fight but i'm not going to 
because that's, that was the best run, run I did. You know, she had like 20% health left. And so then I switched it to story mode because I was like, I'm not just going to get stuck on this wall because every time I have to come down the elevator, it's like five minutes to get to the fight. And then yeah. it's another five mm-hmm. minutes in the fight. But this was a fight where you're supposed to get her down to like a tenth of her health. And then it goes to a cutscene, And I yeah. felt so like baited. And, and like Annoyed. they stripped away the opportunity for me to actually like win the fight, even if it was going to go to the cutscene afterwards. I was like, why not just give me that little bit of sliver of her health just to finish it off, to finish the fight? Like, why stop it? And then she's like, oh, I've only been using part of my power anyway. I'll fight you again later. I felt just so defeated because I, like, I switched to, to the mode so I can actually win the fight just mm-hmm. for them to switch it up and say, oh, no, you weren't supposed to win. <laughs> so annoying. They were like, no, nah, we're not giving you what, what you want. You, right. You, you. I know we've talked about this before, but I do not mind when people use when the designers use, I guess, non-zero health bars to finish a fight. So speak, speaking of that, so the first time you encounter her, you're supposed to lose. Yeah, on the back of the train, like like lose all your health. Yeah, like she kills you. I don't know if I died to her. I don't remember. I very much recall. Fighting her a, in, until I ran into a cutscene, but it was like I was making chipping away at her health, and it felt like a time thing because I know I didn't die. I don't, I so, don't think I died. So you might be right too, because I actually did research on it because she killed me, and but yeah, because you, since you can chip away at her health, I was like, I wonder if you can beat this first fight. And of course, there was somebody on YouTube who did it, and it took him like twenty minutes. But it was like when the game first came out in twenty nineteen. Guess what happens when you beat her? What? Oh, no. So It still shows the same cutscene where you lose? That would have been better. Oh, no. The game soft locks. Oh. <laughs> you made her, they had to patch it? <laughs> you hit her last, last time with her saber. They with your saber. Think you could ever do it. She stands up straight in A pose, drops her saber on the ground, and the game <laughs> soft locks. I got to go watch this. That is hilarious. That's so funny. That's so embarrassing it for is. the team. Yeah. Yeah, so they must yeah, have okay. patched it since then. They must have fixed it because I definitely don't remember dying to her, but I do remember it like cutting to a cutscene in the middle. Yeah, the but same I, guy, it, he did an updated video after they patched it. And I'm guessing they patched it because of his first video. But <laughs> yeah, now it just goes on to the cutscene. Okay. You know how I you know how I mentioned I slow enemies when they drop a flashbang? Mm-hmm. That's actually how I beat her in the boss fight at the end of the game. She dropped. I I, I missed. <laughs> I <laughs> she had really low health and she dropped a flashbang, so I slowed her down. Ooh. And it started to fade away before the slow did. So I ran up to her and I I did like one or two attacks and that was the last bit of her health. And so the finishing cutscene started, but the flashbang was still on the screen. <laughs> oh, so I missed like a second of the cutscene. <laughs> I was so annoyed. So flashbang the actual cutscene. Yes. Oh, I oh, wish you had saved that gone. clip. Oh, I might have. I don't think oh, I did. But I saved so a few great. clips. Oh, like that is so trash. Like, when no, it goes I mean, away, you see her pupils. Her pupils are dilated. So, so really quick, I always want to. I just want to run through. You already mentioned, I think you mentioned it at the very beginning, Brad, when you were complaining about the 2.5 game. But this game had so many bugs. If on the PS4, it was even worse. Oh, yeah, it was um, a mess. There was at least one cutscene where, like, it had, the cutscene was pausing and stuttering. 
which was a, a just abysmal experience. Um, even on the PS5, that was on the PS4. Even on the PS5, sometimes a cutscene would get desynced from the audio by like three seconds or something. <laughs> that was a, that was like the end, like basically the end of the game. I had to sit through. Really, like really bad desynced? audio. Oh, that's terrible. Desynced. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, tons of graphical glitches. Pop in. Yeah, lots you know, of like pop I, I can ex- tons of pop in. Pop in is fine. Like it's not a good experience, but I'm like, you know, it's a graphical issue. It's not like a bug necessarily. Even though it shouldn't be happening on the PlayStation Five, there's no reason. Um, I feel like the frame like, rate, like they didn't anticipate it for PS Five because in the cutscenes, since they were in engine. The camera would switch and everybody's hair would just fly. Yeah, I was about yeah. to mention that. I love yes. that. It'd go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Darth Vader. Spoiler alert: Darth Vader shows up. His cape. Every time they cut to Darth Vader, his cape would go. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like he was. I fierce. really can't respect you when you're <laughs> so, <laughs> when you're doing so all this. I want. I want to talk story and and I had yeah. I had a. Th- oh, I was gonna just ask y'all in general because once again I played the last section of the game on story mode. And mm-hmm. I was like reflecting in my head. I was like, "This was like annoying." Like the end sequence of all the people I had to fight and then getting to her felt very annoying. But I was like thinking to myself, I was like, "Man, how terrible had this would this have felt?" And like, how difficult would this be on any other mode other than story mode? So mm. how how was that last like underwater base like like multiple? I, I didn't enemies i didn't think it was more annoying than okay i actually kind of appreciated it It was straightforward it's basically just a little gauntlet mm-hmm. just fight some dudes get to the save point I feel it like, didn't feel very different i feel like this is one of those games where they make all the like really cool set pieces in areas for like the trailer first and so like <laughs> the end of the game felt really polished in comparison to a lot of the other parts so like yeah, after yeah. the ninth sister fight the game felt a whole lot better Overall, I would say, like oh, story beat wise and in the fights and stuff. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just wondering. I was like, man, I'm, I feel like I'm getting. I feel I felt bad for y'all because I was like, man, this feels like it doesn't feel terrible. Like it felt like okay, I got to fight these people. I got to fight these people. But once again, I'm like, this is easier, and I'm not getting as punished. So I was like, I wonder how much more difficult this has to be for somebody playing it normally. But okay. That's uh, that's interesting to hear. Um, it's not that I think about it. I think I might have switched back to story mode for the last second sister fight, just because of what happened in the previous one. I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel. I didn't have the the capacity within me to fight her fairly. I was like, no, I just want to win. She this had fight. a huge health bar, and it just was like I just and a bunch of I, different attacks. Yeah, I, I I get boss fights have to have more health or or be stronger, but I feel like having an egregiously long health bar is like. Just so annoying. Just make the boss fight more interesting and just, I don't know, just make it harder for me to attack them than maybe make it like I have to hit them 50 times, you know, or something stupid like that. Anyway. Yeah, it does feel that's, a little that's like all that. game I think my here. second favorite boss fight, now that you mentioned that, was actually the bat because of the different phases. Mm-hmm. But I will say the, the part that really messed me up with that was, um, do you guys remember... Uh, when the bat is chasing you up the wall, it's, it's right after you get the grabby hands. Yeah, yeah. And the rocks are falling. Uh-huh. The perspective on that section messed me up so bad because it looks like the rocks are falling at you. 
And so I tried to dodge the rocks. But then when I went to dodge the rocks, there was like a little piece of geometry that would slow me down. And I kept dying from the bat catching me. Dude, the exact same thing happened to me. I tried to dodge a rock. I got stuck in a corner and the bat ate me. And so eventually I was like, I guess I just got to eat the damage from the rock. But no, (laughs) the rock falls over you. It falls past you. It does? What? The rock really? falls I didn't past know that. I just, and hits. I just avoided. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's yep. super stupid. Super that stupid. Is even stupider than what I thought was the solution, which was just simply like move diagonally, <laughs> like <laughs> really quickly at the beginning to get out of the range. Yeah, then, I uh, I just went faster. Mm-hmm. That was my solution. Yeah. I, I stayed out of range of the bat, and I had more time to like carefully navigate, navigate. Yeah. the little corners. Wow. Yeah, unless my game glitched and it was having mercy on me, I just stopped avoiding the rocks altogether. Was about to eat the damage from the first one, and it flew right past my back and hit That's the bat so on the head. Goofy. So, so I actually wrote in my notes: the flying bat boss boss fight was so lame and cheap feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it wasn't hard. I just felt like I thought it was easy. It was super easy, but it just felt super cheap. Like, okay, like this boss. First of all, where did this bat come from? Like, okay, okay. <laughs> Speaking of, okay. This is a great segue to story because I think this story was terrible, in my personal opinion. I felt like all the characters were stupid to me. The only characters that I liked <laughs> were this nice sister, and I kind of liked emo... Uh, Marin? Yeah, dark sister or whatever. Uh, uh, what was it called? Come again? Dark sister? Dark what? sister. The um, witch? What's her name? Marin, but, but she's a night sister. sister. Yeah, because I thought that her character... Well, I, I thought her character arc was stupid, but I liked her character, like the way that she was written. Like, I thought she was interesting. Yeah. So I thought what, she was going to be a legitimate companion. I was disappointed. <laughs> that would have been fun. Like, she kind of had some good, good, like, stuff. I think in the next game, they might they might play out on that. But um, Like Atreus. Yeah, yeah like Atreus, you know? <laughs> like, honestly, I, I just thought that this story was, like, one of those situations where... Uh, you can't un like because of the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. and the mainline movies and like some of the games or whatever. You can you gotta tread very set softly, you yeah. know. Like you can't rewrite history. You can right. only like amplify it or like tell an alternate story that ends up in failure anyway. And I think one thing they also did was just assume that you cared about Star Wars. Because it really felt like they just just were moving. Like it just the story just felt like, yeah, we doing this thing now. Oh yeah, like like why do I trust any of you people? Just because like you said <laughs> yeah. a thing and then like everybody just seemed to me personally uninteresting. Um though <laughs> I mean I'm just hitting tie points. But like it, it has it has all the tropes of a Star Wars movie. It was like, yeah. Everything just goes. Everyone trusts each other. It's pretty faithful to like them. you said. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, and it just didn't feel like it didn't feel like a story that needed to be told. Like it was just like okay, like sure this didn't work out the way that you wanted, and then the oh the ending was so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how much I hated it. Like, I was like, clear, yeah. clearly that's what they're going to do. Like, it was like, he was like, I wonder. It, it was like you could tell he was having those moments. But, like, like they have the stupid Omicron 
Percy High yeah, ate in front of I them. <laughs> and, they're, and they're going, like, they're thinking to themselves, like, talking about it. He's just like, crush. I don't, I think it's better <laughs> that nobody has it. And I was like, yeah, we're a family and we're going to do this together. <laughs> like, I was like, bro. Ugh. Yeah. So the whole time, the obvious conflict that I thought was coming was that, you know, what's her name? Seer is going to be a little bit dark side, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit too invested in like bringing back the Jedi. And Cal is going to be more like, Reserve. let's just fight the Empire. And they're going to come into a conflict where she wants to do this with a holocron, exactly. but he wants to do that with a exactly. holocron. Right. And then. So that never came up. Seer was a perfect individual with no qualms or sorry, no flaws or like extra conflict or anything. And then at the end, Marin is like, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe this conflict's going to come up now. And it never does. Everyone just agrees implicitly cool. like, yes, let's destroy let's the Holocron. He, Holocron. he does it. it. I'm like, oh, that was so easy, bad. I guess. And, and just even the, Sorry, go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead, Kyle. Say what you're going to say. I was going to say, it just makes me wonder, because I felt like that would have been a really good way to tie in this sequel that's supposed to come. So it makes me wonder what they're going to do. Because like that was the whole point. Like, what, what really, like I guess, ruined it for me. Like that, The whole point of the game was to follow, find this thing. And then yeah. for them to pull the trope and just like... The last 15 hours you spent playing this game were Meaningless. Meaningless. Absolutely because you have nice. one extra friend on Dathomir, which is the place you could have went at the very beginning of the game if you wanted to. So it's like we didn't have mm-hmm. to do any of this. Yeah. Yeah, the whole the I mean, I guess they didn't know, but like everything they needed was on Dathomir the whole time, which was the second place they were told to go. <laughs> right. Yes. And and I get that that's what they were trying to do like, oh, it was always there the whole time and you didn't really, you know, that is not a fun trip. Like it's it's not good and also I think that like Oh, okay. I want to talk about what I thought was super stupid and it felt really empty was the tiff between Seer and Cal when Seer's story... Like, first of all, like, I get the, oh, like, being upset at Seer because of, what's her name? Her her Padawan? Trilla. Trilla. Like, I kind of get it. But at the same time, like, they were all being murdered. She was being tortured. Like, I, like, I don't know, get it, but like, he was so upset at her. Like, it felt kind of undue. Like, it was forced. It, it felt really forced. Yeah. And they were just like, he's like, I don't want to talk to you now, Seer. Your stupid face. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like, we're friends again. Like, I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah, they characters... kept making those big turnarounds because yeah. wasn't the reason why Cal was abducted because of the guy who was driving the ship? What's his name? Oh, son. What was Grease. that? Grease. Yeah. Wait. And so, like, he sold he sold him as a Jedi, what? and they came and saved him and was like, I'm glad you're okay, you're my family, and they were just cool Wait. now? Wait, what happened? Okay, okay, okay. This is something that I need to ask y'all to clarify. <laughs> because okay. I think I accidentally shortcutted the story, because, you know when you're leaving, you're on Kashyyyk or whatever, and you're heading back, and you mm-hmm. encounter the bounty hunter. Yeah. Did y'all beat that bounty hunter? No. No, he beat me. Okay. So I was like, okay, but I never understood why Grease was apologizing for anything. Like I was super confused when he came and picked him up. Wait, you 
So you beat the bounty hunter and then just went on your merry no, no, way? No, I lost to the bounty hunter. I got electrified and showed up in the prison. But yeah. when did they talk about Grease doing anything? I was so all right, all right, all right, all right. So that's that's easy to have missed. You get abducted. You break out of prison. You go through all this stuff, and then you get to this like coliseum okay, type the area. Arena. Like, ladies and gentlemen, is that is that right? So yeah, far? yeah, you that good? all tracks. Okay, good. So, ladies and gentlemen, blah blah blah. Here's a Jedi. We're gonna fight him. Um, at some point, that guy says, "Your old, you know, pal like Grease. you can thank Grease Grubby Arms or something. Yeah, forearm Grease for for your predicament." Um, and at that point, I didn't really know Grease's name that well. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay, but then later, I was like, "Oh, Grease, the pilot, duh." Um. And so I don't know, I mean, between that and reading the little character, like the journal entries that are given to you, it's it's made explicit. So this man apparently gambles a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. I caught that and part. And it's like an, it's an issue he has. And he he got a bunch of debt with these, with a Haxian brood. Oh, okay. And they went looking for him. But while they were staking him out, they saw a Jedi and they were like, oh, we prefer the Jedi. So they got you instead. So it's his fault you got captured because of his oh, massive gamble. So I had to read the the menu. Uh, we didn't have to. I think it was. I mean, my, I I feel like I knew that. I did read everything. My though, only so understanding you. was that Grease had a gambling problem, which totally made sense. Look at that guy, and <laughs> and I sleeves back. And then you know, I just thought you got captured because it makes sense. Like the first order or whatever is looking for you. No, it's not. So, they don't have. They don't. They had nothing to do with the first so, order. Yeah, I, that's what I thought was why you got captured. And then okay, I thought so too. And then I said, first, okay, yeah. cool. It's just some weird thing they found you and you're fighting. But like when I got on the ship and Grease was apologizing to me, I was just like, what are you apologizing for? <laughs> like other than you being a crackhead and having a gambling problem, I get it. That's your past. But it felt really weird. Like it felt. Re- and then he just felt really remorseful. And I, I guess I just, that's what I was missing. Okay. That makes sense. There were, it feels like with both him and with Seer, they just wanted to stuff in a little character conflict so that you could get over it and have a big, warm, happy hug after. And it fell flat. Yeah, it did feel a little flat. Is the and I'm fine. I mean, it, yeah, it's a short game, relatively short. So they didn't earn it, but they, they decided to try to cash in on it anyway. Yes. Yeah. True. And with Marin, it's like she's our family now. It's like, uh, okay, I mean, she did bury a guy, but other than that, she's let's really talk about Malikos, the random homeless man with no shirt that literally mm-hmm. felt absolutely like out of nowhere. Like his storyline, <laughs> they made they really tried to make it seem like it had so much weight. Like, come join me, yeah, da 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 da, mm-hmm. and like, but I was like. This is literally a random dude who's just over here messing with people's head. Like, he's literally a side mission. Like, yes. I don't understand why. What? Here's what here's what I think happened with Malikos. Two things happened. First, after the ninth sister, they needed someone for you to fight that wasn't the second sister. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a boss. Why not the eighth sister? Second. The seventh sister. <laughs> right. Well. Another bad. I mean, that begs the question. That makes me wonder, like, why is it only women? Are there not male inquisitors? I think they could have used that big dog thing that was at Dothamir, but they kind of nerfed it. I don't. It was weird because it was at the very beginning of the level and not very hard to fight. Even its alpha version, dog thing. 
Yeah, it was the big. It was the beast on its hind legs. It was very. It was like the furry beast. I don't know what it was called, man. What, bro? I don't know what you're talking about. On Dathomir, when you when you first walk up the path, okay, and there's a flat. There's like a rock area. You mean the thing with real you're long talking about arms, the long arms that swings? Slimy looking alien looking thing? Slimy? No, he wasn't slimy. I don't know if it was slimy, yeah, but, but it had long arms yeah, that he would had, swing he real was, big. Yeah, swing he was kind of like a bear. Bear so wolf not like a dog thing. at all. <laughs> he what? didn't look like a wolf or a bear. He just looked like a monster with long yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what I was talking about, but you're going, all right, fine. No, no, I well, didn't, didn't know. You, you said a dog, about. and I'm like, I don't know what I was kind like, of maybe dog. I'm missing, you know, I, I played on easy mode. But now we know what you're talking about. Please continue. Anyway, yeah, they could have used that thing as the big bad if for the. Uh, I think that would have. I, I mean, it would have made as much sense as that random bat that came out of nowhere, or that random dragon who became your friend. I, like, all that stuff made no sense to me. Like it was dragon just like what, friends. Like what is happening? Yeah, I forgot they made you friends that, with the dragon. Like the random anyway, the so, bird came out. So, so that's that's the first thing with Malikos. I think they just wanted there to be another villain, and they were like, "We only got two sisters because we only had the budget for two. <laughs> I forgot. The second thing is, I think they really wanted to like play up the dark side themes because it's a star wars game and of course you have to have dark side themes of course and so they needed somebody who was like sith adjacent uh, yeah well i mean it can't just be obviously like you know the inquisitors are tuned in with the dark side but they're not tempting like dark side in 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 star wars media it's always about temptation that's true and the choices you make and so he represented the choices cal can make but it doesn't work because Neither us nor Cal would have feel any inclination yeah. to join. He's a <laughs> random dude. On it, they really tried. It just feels like they just didn't get it to work. Malakos was so trash. Like it just. Yeah. I felt like Night Sister Marin. I felt like number one, her transition, like her just being like, "Oh, this dude tricked me the whole time." Like, okay, like you're right. Yeah. Like it felt a little dumb, but I kind of felt like, okay, this makes a little sense. So yeah. her, her, I I chose to believe she just got tired of his crap. <laughs> I was like, well, this guy, this kid seems nicer than I initially thought. Let me and they're know. around the same age, so it's like, like yeah, there's, you know, there's a bond. So I, I felt like I would have preferred fighting her and then her being like, like her just being purely a like in the way type of person, and then like you befriend her like Luffy when you beat somebody up in One Piece, mm-hmm. they become your friend, so join like, your crew. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, so would would you, would, Kyle? If that happened, would you want to get her health bar all the way to zero, or would you want to stop? <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, also, Marin released the little night sister zombies. Yes, why which is couldn't weird. she? They never talk about. Why that. couldn't she stop that junk after you became her friend? I did notice there were still, there was still rogue zombies around. around. They're still attacking. Yeah, and and the Night Brothers doesn't she doesn't she command? Don't they yeah. worship the sisters? Maybe like it only the... worked one way. <laughs> I, I cannot stop what I have unleashed. She had that vague She's Romanian, like, I don't Eastern know. European. I just don't really, you know. You want to listen to some yeah. punk rock? Speaking of age, there was another thing throughout the game that was kind of interlinked with the story, and that was Cal's backstory. What do you guys mm-hmm. think about, I guess, those segments? You mean like the flashbacks where he got powers and that's all they were for? <laughs> those as well as the ones, I guess, that showed, you know, what he what and his master happened. went through. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, they, uh, I thought they were well done, actually. I thought Child Cal 
was really believable. And I thought this, the trauma that he went through was really believable and it made sense with how he acted now. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I think I wrote this down right after the moment, after that last flashback where it showed what happened to Cal and his master was, I don't need you to tell me this story again. Like, I just feel like we get it. Order 66 or whatever killed a lot of people and there's a lot of trauma. And I, and, and, and the weird thing to me is like, this game doesn't feel like it's introducing you to the Star Wars universe. That's true. It feels like it's just... You as soon as you know all this trash already, so I was like, I don't know why this is interesting. Uh. Like I think you're right in the sense that it was well done. Like I think it did what it was trying to do, but it just felt like yeah. I, but why why do it? Like yeah, like it's clear that his master died saving him. Like I don't know what other conclusion other than his master becoming on the dark side or something and him fighting him later like it just felt like that was a clearly what happened he's mm-hmm. by himself on this junk planet his master's gone like what else could have happened like yeah you know what my question is order 66 it, this the fact that you can just call it 66 means that it's something that all the clone troopers already knew about at all levels of the organization. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's only 66 means that there's probably some short list of orders that are just memorized by everybody. And maybe it's a longer list, but 66 isn't that many orders, I guess. (laughs) One to 65. How did, how did none of the Jedi know about order six? Like, did they know about 61 through 64? (laughs) <laughs> but not 66 so, like so my, were there thousands of them so maybe my, it was like a know. sleeper agent situation where it was just kind of essentially, embedded in their psyche essentially it oh. was embedded in their like dna or something so so my understanding is that when uh boba fett gave his dna for him to make all the clone troopers or Django, mm-hmm. right wait boba Django, Django. it fett. was Django. it's Django. yeah and it was at the facility that's when the emperor went there and through when they were doing the programming process, he actually embedded that Order sixty six. So that Order sixty six, I don't think there's like other. It's not an actual order. Yeah, that's it's just around. like the it was just a code keyword. word. Yeah, exactly. Like the, oh, okay. I, from my understanding, that, uh, that would make. Sense. That also explains why they turn so easily on the people they had just been serving. Yeah, because exactly. it's kind of it's kind of like a with the Winter Soldier. Like you Hypnosis. you say those words and he's the Winter Soldier again. It's, it's an override. Like yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, I think, like, okay, to me, the story overall, like, nothing new here. I, I was like, yes. Like, the only thing that was kind of interesting was, like, the, that the fact that the, that they, like, converted some of the Jedi or whatever, the Padawans. Into Inquisitors, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. I wish they could have spent more time on that in some capacity. Maybe in the next game they will. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe that's something that's already known in the Star Wars universe, but I wasn't familiar with it. So I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. And uh, I think... Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you you mentioned the end of the game, and we were talking about how bad, how, how much you didn't like it. But I, I, I will say this. Darth Vader showing up maybe feels a little phoned in, but it was still really well done. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. Phoned in means it wasn't well done. Uh, it feels like maybe they didn't deserve to bring in a heavy hitter like Vader, 
But when they did, they did such a great job of it. I, I and the scene. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, continue. <laughs> the scene, like the 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 set piece, where you're running from him and he's just tearing apart the whole facility trying to get to you, and like the bridge is flying around, and you know, like the elevator, he like tries to cut through the elevator, which. All right, that's probably the weakest part. This man couldn't get to you in a in an elevator. <laughs> what a, Pretty sad. Anyway, um, yeah, that was cool. I liked that bit. And then you come around a corner and he's just standing there waiting for you. Like that was great. Yeah. Uh, Vader being there was dope. His 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 cape flying around because of weird <laughs> physics, not so good. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of <laughs> hard. Like the only place I've seen Vader where I felt like he wasn't cool is in Fortnite. Otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, if they just stick to his brand, where he's like this, the most powerful dude in the room, it's kind of hard to not be hype whenever he's on screen. I don't know. Fortnite yeah. Vader still, when he force pulls you and he can just jump through buildings, like he's just completely overpowered. Like He's just a tank. <laughs> a tank. I think it's pretty like, pretty cool. But anyway. Dude. Uh, they still did him well. I'm embarrassed to say it, but Vader actually killed me in the, in the, when you attack him and he is like choking you. Uh, it's not it's not really that clear another, what you're supposed to do exactly it's, this is the complaint i had is i was pushing all these buttons like what am i supposed to do and it, it has a little r button for you know for the right mm-hmm. thumbstick and it says aim and i'm like what right <laughs> so i'm like i'm like looking around and i'm like uh i don't see anything and then i died mm, yeah and the second time i started aiming immediately i'm like oh there's a big old air conditioner behind him let me force <laughs> and it so, was blurred um, <laughs> like it's, it's blurred yeah. in the background yeah, but it was glowing blue. But you had to look right at I think it. I for died it to, glow blue. to. I don't know if it was that moment, no. but I think I died in the sequence as well, somewhere in there. Okay, so don't feel bad. Well, oh. I actually wrote this in my notes, so actually I need to update my score. The game actually deserves a three out of ten. Three? I said another point five. I said Darth Vader, all caps. Right. Only reason this game gets a three out of ten. You <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> already knew. Like honestly, I thought that was. I just I just love any time you encounter somebody who's just absolutely OP, right? Like in any game, in anime, in a movie, like somebody who's just on another level that puts a scale to things, right? Like the battle that Cal was having with Trilla was inconsequential at the end of the day. Because yeah. if Darth Vader yeah. happened to show up five minutes earlier, done. this would all be done, right? And I just love that feeling of like futility and just you gotta run, like just run, like and Dar- just Darth Vader just casually walking as he always does, just mm-hmm. doing crazy stuff. And he, he, I guess he's so damaged anyway. I guess he can't really run unless he forced. But also there's like this arrogance because I think he's really heavy too. Yeah, it's like I think if Darth Vader really wanted to kill him, he would have just like force dashed at him and just grabbed him, cut him in half, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's like playing with your food and knowing like this guy is literally no threat, like mm-hmm. zero threat. Um, and I think like I just loved how it just really just was like, oh, Cal, you think you're getting better, but you're literally nothing. And at the end of the day, you're not beating Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. Not not in one on one combat, not head on your dreams. You are nothing. You are in like. And I think that helped me to feel better about the overall storyline for them saying, like, oh, yeah, this is literally, this changes nothing. Like, Cal is not, because, like, Seer, first of all, like, Seer was getting it. I won't lie. She was getting it. Mm -hmm. She She was was getting it. Mm -hmm. But she's, 
it's just levels, you know? Like, she once she got to her, you know, and it also showed the difference between a Padawan who never turned into a master, a true master, and a master, and then Darth Vader, right? Right, yeah. So, I, I like that ending sequence because of that, so... That's so cool. I, it was that I was saying yeah, it was good. I have something that kind of goes against my word. So if Darth Vader would have showed up and then he had a health bar, <laughs> I think I would have been okay with that. Because obviously with not finishing it. Yeah. Because obviously any damage you do on Darth Vader, it doesn't matter. It's it's all for he's playing a game, right? Exactly. If you hit him if you hit him at all, you get his health bar down, the health bar was just for you would feel better. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Nobody knows how much health this guy actually has. So I would have been fine with that, mm-hmm. you know, but like people that actually feel like I can fight and they have a health bar and I don't get the satisfaction of beating them. That's not cool. Darth Vader is on a different level. I would so love I to play a Darth Vader Star Wars game. First of all, you know, Darth Vader's OP. So it's like, how does that make sense? I would love to, where it's just a scaling of his OPness. So it's like at the beginning of the game, he's already OP and he's like murdering everybody. But like he's slowly remembering things from his past that he was taught by Obi-Wan that's making him even stronger. <laughs> so he's like progressively getting like in the beginning of the game, like he can force push like 10 people, 100 people. And eventually like he's like, oh, I can actually just pull satellites out of the sky. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like Dynasty just, Warriors, but with yeah. Darth Vader? Yeah. And it's just him. <laughs> you know, of course you could you could somehow lose, like there's a lose condition, but it's really just about him being, yeah, Dynasty Warriors level just crushing people like like at the beginning of uh Force Unleashed, when you mm-hmm. get to play with him, that's, that's awesome. kind of I just want that a game where you're just Darth Vader. Like and it's not even like a story, it's just Darth Vader showing up at places where people are putting house. up a resistance and just crushing it. Like just like like the reason you know nothing about these stories is because he's murdered everybody there by himself. And he ended bloodlines. There's nothing to tell. It's like that event never even happened in the Star Wars universe because once Star once Darth Vader showed up, like <laughs> you didn't know there was a resistance movement on this planet because he he wiped it out. You know, I would love to play that. I game. still think about the end of Rogue One. Yes, if you haven't seen the Rogue One, mm-hmm. Darth Vader. It's the end of Rogue One is the beginning of. Uh, a new, a new hope, hope yeah. yeah right and so darth vader shows up and just wrecks a whole room that's full of, so awesome of unarmed not unarmed but un, unaware soldiers unready just tears them apart. <laughs> they had no chance unready completely unready and the room is black like it's totally dark Ooh, so all Ooh. the only light is the laser beams yeah. and his in his lightsaber at the beginning and he's just at the beginning wrecking house yeah i think yeah. i think i remember being in the theater and when that happened and the lightsaber goes boom, mm-hmm. and then it's the red, and you see the theater like everyone's like, ooh, like yeah, everybody was just, just there erupted, for, like a run of the mill like side story, not run of the mill. It was a good movie. Rogue One was a good movie, but it's it really but you kind of knew that like at the end of the day, like this wasn't gonna have an impact. But when he showed up, yeah. like just the, it was so right. it was in, and they just showed his power, like you. That was like the first time I think they really showed his raw power, other than him yeah. just doing like random stuff back in the day in the right. original movies so it was lifting people cutting people in half he uh man i know we're getting late but i there was one thing that i speaking of lightsabers that we kind of glossed over earlier in this game i loved how like detailed and um like 
how much effort they put into the world and the environments and making everything feel like it fit. I think that's something we haven't talked about is they did a really good job with that. Mm -hmm. But it made it so disappointing when there was like a bunch of vines or a few pipes blocking like an area (laughs) that looked like I can can explore it. I have a lightsaber. Right. Why can't I cut through the obvious chains or vines or whatever is sitting there? Which makes it worse. Well, Mm. sometimes you can, but they they make it really obvious. It's like a certain kind of pipe you can cut. Oh my gosh! It, it was so annoying. It's, it, it just block off the areas. Just make it a solid the, wall. The, like I don't. I'm not that surprised. Like I can't cut through a solid. The wall. The only way that I would let that them get away with that is that I, I don't know if y'all are familiar with this, but like star uh, lightsabers have settings, like kind of like I did phase to stunt. Like so, Padawans the, the the way that they train Padawans so they don't kill each other is that they give them lightsabers, but they put them on like the like tase setting stun the lowest the lowest amount of hot glowing (laughs) yeah so it's it's a whole so like you can't like just cut through things right so it would have been a really interesting story element if they said like he didn't know how to unlock the full potential of a lightsaber yet so he couldn't cut through certain things right that would have been or heck that would have been a good force power like you have a little flashback and you're like oh let me turn this off stun and then you can you can damage enemies more. Mm-hmm. You can cut through some of their blocks, and you can open up new areas. That would have been cool. Yeah, because the fact that you can cut through people like stormtroopers all the way through, mm-hmm. like rend them. I'm like, okay, so this thing is at full. Like this isn't a yeah, you know yeah. And also, also one thing though, I do think there is a difference in ability to wield a lightsaber because I just thought about how Darth Vader at the end when they closed the door behind on him. And then it's like, okay, we're safe. Like, in their mind. Yeah. Because they've never been able to cut through a wall with a lightsaber. And then all of a sudden, you, like, you're like, oh. Like, there is a difference in your ability to use a lightsaber. Yeah. Depending on your skill level. So maybe. Maybe. maybe ingenuity. You know, maybe you can put force power, imbue it in the lightsaber. And, oh. <laughs> I definitely, my first guardian in the Zepho Temple, I definitely killed through a door. <laughs> oh, oh did i tell yeah. you guys that already you told me about it Hilarious. you should tell that story yeah again, yeah, yeah so like maybe i haven't told brad mm-hmm. yet yeah so uh there's this big it's a temple and there's like a one-way door you're supposed to go around and go through some puzzles and you meet your first guardian you kill him and then you open the door it's like so it leads you back to where mm-hmm. you are i didn't know that i was just trying to open the door with my lightsaber because it was early game i didn't know what i could do and so i swung at the door <laughs> and a health bar appeared. <laughs> oh, does this door have a health bar? <laughs> I was like, no kidding. So I just kept Wait. hitting it, and the, whatever it was wasn't moving. And eventually, the health bar disappeared. I heard a loud clanging sound, and I'm like, I think that was a, <laughs> I think that was like a boss. I just killed. <laughs> and sure enough, I got to that door later after I fought some other guardians, and there was nothing there. <laughs> it doesn't respond. You're like, oh, what is hitting me? So the, yeah. I don't know if y'all. This, speaking of the guardians. You know how, like, in some games, like, especially with robots like that, like, if they're, like, some of them standing around, but they're not active, there'll be, like, one hidden that is active that'll, like, come out, like, kind of as a, like, oh, like, you know what, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have expected that, but I can picture what you're like, saying, sure. Yeah, like, like they, say there's, like, people, like, a whole bunch of, like, statues in front of a door, and, like, one of the statues animates and attacks you. 
like but not all yeah i can see that yeah so there's a moment where i was like walking down a hallway and there were some guardians that were like deactivated seemingly and i ran up to a few of them and i was like hitting them with my sword just to see if they do anything nothing happened and then like i walked a little bit further down the hall i ran into an enemy like a rat or something i killed it and then like just pure just out of just pure just i just murdered something i just force pushed one of the statues that were standing to my left and it mm-hmm. stumbled back and i was like excuse me <laughs> oh. and, and but it didn't move it didn't like attack and i was like i think i know which one you that's in the the water temple ish one right the second one i think so i can't remember exactly where it was but it was just standing and then i just started like wailing on it it didn't yeah. really do anything and i was like mine were bugging out too I was like, what's happening? Is this supposed to be a jump scare enemy or am I just... I, I feel like really the weird. issue was because there, there was one that was activated that I fought and the rest of them weren't. But when you go into that second temple, it's the Guardians, but they have a, a color palette change. Like the ones mm-hmm. in the first temple are like the navy blue and then these have like green or something in them. And so, you know, when you're fighting I the Guardians... I remember any color. What'd you say? I was going to say, I did not notice there was any palette yeah, swaps. Yeah, because they were oh, different. Yeah. <laughs> they were like game. super subtle. Yeah, yeah, because when you fight the first Guardians, it says, okay, use your force, push. Push, to push but these ones you had to pull. Their hearts out. Right. And so I, I noticed they were co- different color, but I didn't know that that also meant that their physics changed. And so... I didn't either. I was trying to fight it using the force push, and it doesn't work on them. And the only thing different about them is their color. They fight exactly mm, the same. I, I never noticed the color either. I noticed the force push wasn't working. I thought I was going crazy. I probably took way more damage than I should have. I thought I was going I was crazy. Too. I died in a fight because I was like, really? I'm going to get this mechanic to work. Because it only worked half of the time on the Guardians, Guardians it was supposed to work on. For me, of at course. least. I did yeah, not have the, any consistency win- with it. The window and when you did it, when they did their attacks was kind of weird. So it's like... I could feel that. Yeah, I just pulled it was the window swords. and the distance. It was super jank. And also on easy mode, those uh, enemies are just stupid. Like they just attack less. Like there's uh, oh, a weird thing about easy mode is that a lot of the enemies are exactly the same to just do less damage, but like the bigger enemies attack less. Oh, like the frogs I guess attack they less. Do more damage. Yeah the 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 um the big swipey hands McGee guy on Dathomir. He attacked less, <laughs> and then yeah, the guardians. But everybody else was pretty much the same. It, it was it was strange. I, it was just weird. So those fights were actually like super easy versus everything else. Um, I, I did want to say one more thing before we kind of wrap up. Mm-hmm. So I felt I don't know how Star Wars fans feel about this, but from my understanding, Kyber crystals, right? Mm-hmm. Kyber crystals are like the most. Uh, they they're like very um, rare, holy, holy, like a sacrament yeah. almost. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. In the Jedi world, and in Super valuable, I don't know if in any game, any movie, we've ever been to a place where you could. Get a kyber crystal only in I think uh, what's that called uh, the game movie we were just talking about uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Are they at a place where I think there's kyber crystals when they meet um, Donnie Yen and the other characters who are like the 
the part. I confess, I do not remember any of the plot from Rogue yeah, so, One. I just remember Vader at the So end. they go to the planet that. where they're like at when they meet Ilum, Ilum or I think, during that movie. Because I recall them talking about Kyber Crystals. But once again, they just kind of talked about it, right? Like The only ne- place... Mm-hmm. The only place I've ever seen Kyber Crystals on screen is in the Clone Wars. I, I think the series. Clone Wars... In, was that with... Uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka brings a, a group of Padawans, yeah, to mm-hmm. the Jedi Temple with Yoda, and they go on a, yeah, they go on their missions to find their Kyber crystals, and you learn a little bit about the lore and stuff. But so that's like the, the only place I've seen it in depth like that. Yeah, and they're very, very like I even in the everything I know it's just like very like hey this place, you uh, it chooses you. Uh-huh. Nobody really know, yeah. knows where to go like only certain people it's like very like but for some reason it felt very like i don't know disrespect straightforward yeah like i was like yo for this thing to be like something that's very like sacral like it felt sacrilegious almost in a jedi world sense i think it was because of how casual cal was about it yeah like he was just like oh my lightsaber is broke i just need to go get another one and so he just casually goes and then finds one immediately. And, yeah. But like, he still tries to make it super like, oh, it's calling out to me type of thing. But it's like, no, you're not going on a journey. Like, you broke your last it was one. Like, <laughs> it was like really obvious what direction to go mm-hmm. immediately because there was a bright shining light. It was like a trip to the store for him. Yeah. You just had to. Dang. <laughs> and, then, and then there was troopers like there. And like, I was like, this feels really like they're doing, I don't know. I got to do some research, but it feels like wrong. Like this doesn't seem <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, the the Empire being there really hurt my feelings. Yeah, I was like, this should be like the kind of place where like uh, Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker was when he was hiding. Yeah. Like, you can't find yeah, it. Like Nobody knows sacred, what it is. Yeah. You know, I honestly thought when the lightsaber broke, I said, oh, that's it. Like, he's going to have to find another one. Or I thought, what's her name was going to give her, give him right. her lightsaber. Cause I was, but it was broken already. Yeah. Because she sold her crystal. That also hurt my feelings. Oh, she did? I don't know. That's why he wasn't using her saber. If you read the little profile thing, it's like, yeah. He's using the parts from her saber, but it doesn't have a crystal. That's why he needs a crystal. Oh, I didn't. Once again. Yeah, I missed that. Why didn't they just say that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because of terrible storytelling and problems. Because it would be. I mean, no, no, no. So that's actually something I appreciate is the story itself. Just has the minimum that you need to understand what's going on. I don't think I had enough. But then, if you want to dig, if you want to dig deeper, you can. I, I, I was genuinely that. confused about everything they were doing. Like I didn't know why they were going to a certain planet. Oh, maybe Kashyyyk, I kind of got because I knew that that's where they were going to find a Wookiee or whatever. Tarful. Tarful. But like everything else felt very like I don't know. I was just like I'm just doing whatever you tell me to do. It didn't feel like there was a lot. I don't know. That's where maybe. The gaps were filled in with the text, you know. Maybe, um, yeah. I, I, I'm always the guy who's reading stuff. Yeah, so and I just hated the game like, so much. I just wanted to get out of there. Sorry, what were you going to say, Kyle? I was, to me, it felt like if you're going to show on screen, you know, her handing him her lightsaber, I feel like that's enough to say. Maybe she should say out loud, or somebody should mention, you know, yeah, why he's not going to use good point. it. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's like you, because if you, if if you're given an item in a game and then you don't use it, that feels really dissonant to me. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be, and to have to go and read why it feels, I don't know, like it, not, yeah, not the right approach. I, I just genuinely was confused 
why this was happening. I genuinely was like, I don't know what's going on. Like this, like he, well, I don't blame you, Brad. You can't read. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> Thank you. And so I need somebody. Now to everyone say it to. knows. Now they know the truth. No, I mean honestly, like I think <laughs> once again, I'm a person who knows Star Wars pretty well. I'm like not. I'm not a super fanatic, but I have a good understanding. And for me to be like, what is happening? Like why? Like and for like she like you said, Kyle. She could have simply said. I made some bad decisions in the past and sold my Kyber crystal. I still regret that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like simple context. Simple. Cool. Not simple and clean the is the way that Brad wants to. <laughs> oh feel. man, if they make a Star Wars game where you can move around like Sora, I'm in. <laughs> if you can summon a giant Disney ride, I just want, I just want Goofy Star Wars to now. be there. That's it. That's all Goofy with a lightsaber. <laughs> with his lightsaber. Whoa, he's, he's immediately going to go to the city. Oops. Use the force, Luke. Oops, I killed the little ones on accident. The young youngling. Oh, <laughs> Goofy is Here, young lady. Catch. And he throws the lightsaber at it, and you're... Oh, <laughs> no. I think I messed up, you guys. <laughs> Yuck. Guys, we, we got we to gotta pack yeah. it in. We can talk about Star Wars in <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll I have a final one. thought, too. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Everybody throw your final thought out there. Go ahead, Kyle. Go so, ahead, Steve. No. So from what I understand, there are different ways to get the double-sided lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Really? Because I got and mine differently than yours. Than you go. Right. So I'm curious about how you guys got yours. And if... I got mine on Dathomir. Okay. Yeah, I got but, mine on Dathomir before I went to the Zephyr homeworld. So I had it, like, right after Bagana, Like, probably within the first yeah. two hours, three hours of gameplay. I guess that's one upside to going to Dathomir early. I, I didn't. I forgot. You do have the ability to get the double lightsaber really early in the game if you want. Yeah. So I got it early too, but I actually got it on Bagano. Because you can Whoa, you what? can find what's his name Jakil, the guy who BD BD one's old master. You can find Enzo Cordova. Cord Benzo. Who, Cordova. Where did I get that name from? Cordova. Yeah. You can find his lightsaber. What? And then you can go to one of the workshops on Bogano and make the double sided lightsaber. I completely found really? it by random. Yeah. <gasps> that room, speaking of finding things by random, how many stims did you guys end the game with? Uh, five, seven? Six, six or seven? Five, six, seven? Bro, I had two. Still, no! are you kidding? For most of the game, are you kidding? I found I found two more on Bagano, like right at the end. Like I was exploring, and I'm like, oh, a third stim, cool. And then I found a fourth one, like immediately. I'm like, what's going on? Wow. The fact that you say seven stims makes me want to jump out my window right yeah. now. I am so sorry. I had two bro. stims for all of the boss fights except Trilla. I had wow. five when I left Zappho. Yeah, I had or four like- at least. Four. I had four when I left. No, when I left. Oh my god. Bogano, I had at least three. And then I, 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 I mean, it's one thing. I didn't explore a ton. I was like, all right, let me do a little exploration, and I'll do a little bit of whatever uh, story. But I was like, a lot of man. Them... I guess I'm just gonna have two stems forever because they never like. I just just by pure bad luck. If I had if I had found a single extra stem. Anywhere in the game, I would have been like, okay, they're here somewhere. Let me look for them. <laughs> I just didn't think they were there. That's funny. That's I would hilarious. say most of them I found from backtracking after getting a new ability. 
All right. Yeah. Yeah. That I think most I just found kind of randomly as I just wandered around being lost. <laughs> that <laughs> I hate too. this casually, you know. I almost texted you guys like, "Did you guys know there's extra stims?" <laughs> Like, literally, you guys both beat the game before I got two so, more stems. So, I just want to say one really quick thing <laughs> on talking about all this stuff, the stems, uh, is that one thing that I did dislike about the game is that, like, I didn't feel very rewarded for, like, some of the things that I did. I don't care about another sheath or color or something right. like that. I thought it was all just garbage. Yeah, it just, I honestly stopped even paying attention to the stuff that I got if it wasn't a stem because I knew it was just some cosmetic. So the cosmetics were not yeah very appealing. Everything looked dirty, mm-hmm. and the colors were only some of them were even nice. The rest of them were just like fan service and callbacks. Mm-hmm. Right, and you barely got to enjoy them even when you did put them on because a lot of the areas yeah. were dark. <laughs> so I just had I had Cal running around in bright orange the whole time. I had him in the poncho, like his second poncho he got, and I never changed. <laughs> it. I, was like, okay. I, I had him in a cool poncho. Like, I tried to make I him like, look stupid. <laughs> yeah all right steve last thoughts that that was my final thought there are more stems in the game <laughs> if you're not a complete you know joker Dolt. of bad luck you can you can you might grab one before you get to the end of the game <laughs> my final thought is what in the world was that scene with the guitar on the ship with cal what? or whatever he pulls out the guitar oh he was playing the he was playing like a quattro yeah, it just kind of felt really random and i totally forgot and, about and i feel like it just felt like no mention of it it just came out of nowhere i feel like that was my whole experience with this game what is happening why why is this happening where am i going who is this why is this guy homeless with no shirt? Like, it was just... <laughs> what I want to know is, why didn't this man play the guitar when he, your girl, Marion, got on the That's... ship? Like, hey, girl, let me let me sing you some <laughs> Serenade. songs before. Let me tell you about the light side, baby. Yeah. And then, and also, like, for me, the stupid, like, grow tree thing. For... Yeah, that was random. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is... Collectibles. Yeah. Maybe maybe you get something if you grow all the seeds. No, what another lightsaber <laughs> sheath? Another stem? Like a stem? Maybe? <laughs> a stem. No, no, they wouldn't reward you like that. Like they want you to find those stems in stupid ways, and that's how I felt about. It. I was like, all this stuff feels meaningless to me. Like you probably just like, had an achievement on the PlayStation. Yeah, like I don't like nothing. Felt like no, everything felt random or stupid or useless. And that's how I felt about this whole game. Like, I don't really understand this existence. I feel like something you noted earlier, Kyle, is that I feel that this game wasn't finished. Because yeah. it's there, man. Because there was a game that I think I can't I think it was called like uh uh like Jedi 5432 or something. I can't remember what it was. It, it was like a game in progress that never got finished. And I feel Jedi 2077. 2077. Oh my lord. And I feel that there's this thing with Star Wars games that like you can't sit on them too long. And I felt that they had to get it out. And and I think mm. they had a better vision. I think the game was going to feel better. And so I have a little bit of hope for uh what's it called? Um Survivor. Um the next game. Oh, uh, the sequel. Yeah, Jedi uh Survivor, I think. Oh my yeah, my actual final thoughts are that I'm 
I'm still kind of excited for the second game because I think all the issues I have with this game could be, could be fixed. Yeah, you have to play it. I, <laughs> I honestly like how I feel about it is I'm definitely not going to play it unless somebody like unless it's y'all or I see some gameplay that shows me a lot of the stuff that I hated is fixed. I mean, I have a feeling the core of the game is going to be the same. The story is probably going to yeah. be better. Uh, we can get it on sale. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I still don't want to. I didn't want to play this game. I'm telling you, once I got to that frog game, like dude, in the very like first hour, I would have never played the game again if it wasn't for y'all. That's where I quit the first time. <laughs> yeah. So yep, it would have been the same spot. That would have been the story of Jedi Fallen Order. So. I would have liked the game better if I had more stems. <laughs> <laughs> you did it to yourself. If you gave me ten, I can't stems believe I. Hilarious. Yeah, no one can talk. No one can say I played the game on you, easy. You mode. really, no. I you really it did it on double mode. hard mode. That's what I'm saying. You, you're like a speed runner <laughs> at this point. Like any percent, like just do it. <laughs> like I'm proud yeah, man, about so. that life. So yeah, okay. So this was a long, hefty, deep conversation. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, we got to yeah, quit. We definitely got to wrap it up. For anybody who's listened, you probably feel that we have different differing opinions, but. I don't know if I would personally tell you not to play this game, but I would... Would you not? Even though I hated it, personally, because I think it's a personal opinion of how much I hate it, but I do think that at the end of the day, it's cool to see a Star Wars game. Um, I'm, I'm, I love the universe. I just wish it, personally, it had been done better. So, hey, you know, listen to our thoughts. You know, some of us are on the higher side, some of us are on the lower sides. Make your own opinion. Check it out if you would like to. I'm just going to say the game is trash, personally. But, um, yeah. So, thank you so much for listening to our conversation about uh, Star Wars, TM, Jedi, colon, Fallen Order. Uh, (laughs) We did it for y'all. You know, like, this was definitely something I don't know if we would have played if we hadn't promised it to y'all. So, we're happy that we were able to do it for you. So, I want to thank the brothers for always being down for the cause of course thank you kyle for being here today and sharing your thoughts thank you sir always a pleasure and when i got my kyber crystal i had a bright pink lightsaber for the rest of the game represent represent and of course thank you uh mr steve uh padawan steve thank you for for sharing your thoughts (laughs) i deserve that um yeah thanks for having me as usual uh i went yellow because no one ever has a yellow saber Yes, yes. It was pretty awful looking, but there you have it. And your boy, Braston, a.k.a. the truest youngling. You know, um, I had <laughs> a purple. rapper name? <laughs> <laughs> the truest youngling. The truest youngling. Um, I had a purple lightsaber. Got to represent for that royalty. You know what I'm saying? Windu. You know, Windu all day, baby. Yeah, I mean, uh, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Mace Windu playing as Samuel Jackson. I had to represent. So, um, but no, honestly, thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten this far, you are a true fan. You are a true family. Thank you for being a part of the Super Agile Nation. We love you. We are so thankful for every listener, for every opinion, every comment, every like. Thank you so much. As always, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, in your mama's house. We're everywhere. In your mailbox. In your mailbox. You know, we are everywhere. So thank you so much for checking us out. Thank you for being great fans. And until next time, y'all take it easy. Peace. May the force be with you.